Nerds, this week's episode is brought to you by Jinx. Jinx is the clothing store that allows you to show your nerd pride with honor. Go to Jinx.com and use three angry nerds at checkout to get 15% off your order. Again, that's Jinx.com. Check them out, guys, and on with the show. Welcome to Three Angry Gamers. I'm your host, Kurt. And I'm Phil. And I'm Nick. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, wait, no. Dave's here with us. How's it going, Dave? Uh, Oh, wait, no, Dave's not here. As lively as always. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just kidding. Um,. Yeah, we're here with the gaming news that matters. Yeah, all that other news, or, d- don't worry about it. Yeah, no, like, who cares? Yeah, like, what did Donald Trump just do? Don't worry don't about it, he didn't play games. It's not a video game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. North Korea just launched a nuclear bomb, don't care. No, unless it was in uh, Civilization, right, guys? T. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Wait, can you play as North Korea in Civilization? That would be amazing. <laughs> That'd be pretty bad. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to meet the kind of person that wants to play as North Korea and win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really don't either. Just, like, readjust their whole economy. Their output is now just, like, unicorns. That's it. That would be nice, though. Yeah. Finally, some good in the world. Yeah, seriously. Siri. Yeah. Siri. Exactly. What, Siriously. There it is. <laughs> like, what's the name of that state? <laughs> Wait, we get all Syria there on us is. here, Phil. Hi-yo. Milk and Syria. Syria and milk. <laughs> <laughs> um, so PlayStation Plus for July was announced. We got a couple good games here. Until Dawn and Game of Thrones were announced for PlayStation 4. PlayStation 3 is getting Tokyo Jungle and Darkstalkers Resurrection, as well as this game called Element 4L. Mm. I guess it's supposed to be Elemental. Maybe it's the fourth one in the series. I don't know. And then uh, a cross-buy game uh, available f- for all platforms is Don't Die, Mr. So Robot. right away, is Don't Die, Mr. Robot based on the TV show? Nope. Okay. It's, uh, I, I, I did some research. It's like more oh. of like a classic. I know, right? Uh, it's more of like a classic arcade game from, from what I could see on Clips Online. You are a robot, and there's, like, lasers and stuff that are con- constantly just trying to destroy you. Can I guess the rest here? Yeah. You have to not die? Yes. Okay. And he's a mister. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. That sounds not... What if the sequel is Mrs. Robot? Then... They just add a bow to the robot. It, it, could, it could work perfectly. Yep. Not in 2017. <laughs> and so... 
be, be at like E3 2018, they'll be like, guys, we know you've been waiting for this, but we have a sequel to a game you've all been waiting for. Don't die, Mrs. Hey, Robot. Ooh. It costs 77% the price of Don't Die, Mr. Robot, right? Of course. Okay. <laughs> and by the yeah. way, Tokyo Jungle is great. Oh, it is? This is one that I have oh. played and loved, and it is so good. I highly recommend. Ooh, do you have to buy it on your PS3? Or can you get it on the PS4? Uh, it's not on the PS4, yeah. so it's only on PS3. Go buy a PS3 from Craigslist. It'll be real cheap now. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Well, we yeah. we use aren't. They're almost more expensive now. Really? Yeah. Oh, I have a Wii U. Maybe I should sell it. There you go. And then use that money to get a <gasps> PS3 where you can get Tokyo Jungle. Uh, that's what I really want. You can play as any kind of animal from like a house cat up to a dinosaur. And you run through post-apocalyptic Tokyo and you fight and you eat and you have... Six. <laughs> this totally sounds like a Phil game. It's great. I love it. <laughs> that definitely sounds like a you game. I'm not surprised you like it now. Was it the way I said sex that gave it away? <laughs> definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Check that out. Uh, I've seen videos of the game and it looks I outrageous. Really want to play that now. I I don't think my PS3 works, but I sure hope it does now. Whoa. That was a Game of Thrones. Is there a lot of um, incest in it? <laughs> that's that's the key point that you want out of it. Press X to incest. Hey, <laughs> You're like, I know it's free, but before I decide to purchase this, I need to know about the incest situation. Yeah, my romance options are my, is that is part my of the ERS rating. It, you flip it over incest. and it just says incest on the back. It's true. Why go out at all when you can just go down the hall? Hey, well, it's funny, too, because, like, when it said Game of Thrones, everyone was like, oh, because there's technically two Game of Thrones games for PS4 or something like that. Like, apparently there's, like, a more, like, traditional action RPG game, and then there's this other one, which is more of a... Something like a like yeah, Telltale. gross, boring. I would love it if this was, like, a game. It wasn't Game of Thrones. It was just a game of thrones yeah and you play it as a throne well you know i think then element four would actually interest you because you play as a throne no you play as an element what do i get to pick the element well you play as all of the elements at some point but you start off as air air first of all air is not mm-hmm. an element well <laughs> right away i can say this is not a thing busted that right away fun playing as air do i get to blow up lady skirts nope it you just traverse obstacles and then eventually you get to turn into other elements so like the first one you become an ice cube so then you can like slide ice cube as an element yeah that's that's what they're <laughs> using as an element yeah ice cube so so far this game is you play as air and you have to traverse fly. obstacles you fly you just float yeah and if you hit stuff then you pop how can you hit how do you okay so you know like those old <laughs> helicopter games where you like fly the helicopters and you try to avoid sure. obstacles yeah. it's sort of like that except you have to avoid both like top and bottom obstacles because you're a, a piece of air and apparently if you hit anything you're just gonna die you're a piece of air a piece of air okay and then you pop if you hit something and you just 
yeah, you're just dead, and, and then, then you have to start back from further point. The next level where you play as an ice cube, well, you slip and slide around. So you're not just an ice cube, but you are right in, to an extent. You slip and slide around, but then also you can transform back into air. So like one of the first things that happens is you slide down a little ramp, and then at the bottom there's this little pit of lava. Mm -hmm. And right when you fly off the ramp, you have to switch to air to float to the other side and then become an ice cube. This again. game is pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already yeah. pissed off. At <laughs> no it. one downloaded that. Yeah. Can I just say, like, how many Telltale games are we gonna get this year for PlayStation Plus? Because we already get like the uh, what's it called, the Guardians of Galaxy, Tales of the Borderlands. Oh yeah, or yeah, Tales from the Borderlands. I don't know. Like with the Telltale games, I feel like they're just gonna churn out every game that they're like hey, can we just drive the story of this game into the ground? Like, let's just churn out Telltale games to really add the universe to it. They're just so boring. This is like point and click. It's like playing Myst yeah. back in the days. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, I loved Borderlands and I love the characters, but that's not the only reason I played the game. I also want to shoot stuff. I don't want to just talk to people. Yeah, okay, worst. Telltale is going to make a game out of something. What's going to be the worst? The worst game yeah. that they can make a Telltale game for. Do you want to go? John Wayne Gacy. That's pretty good. <laughs> Press <laughs> X to eat brains. <laughs> I will go with uh, Telltale Presents Human Centipede. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> that I would actually play that though. You have a good point. I would play that too. <laughs> I was I was thinking Telltale attending your friend's mother's funeral. Oh, yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Press X to hide erection. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a blood relative it's okay like, <laughs> oh no I, th I just thought of one it kind of uh goes back to your tokyo jungle remarks what if they did telltale presents homeward bound oh, that's gonna get sad <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the thing with their, those telltale games they like they have to get uh depressing eventually well, yeah right? i think that's the peak experience it's just telltale and then just like a bad thing that could happen to you as a person like Telltale presents getting mugged, Ooh. and then you just go through the simulation of being mugged with several quick time events. That does sound fun. Yeah. What was the Wolf of? I want to say Wall Street, but I know it's not. It's not uh, the Wolf Among Us. <laughs> yeah, I that's think. a good one. Yeah. That game was fun. Well, that was because I feel like they created their own original universe. They didn't like steal just someone pick else's. something, yeah. and then they were like, alright, we can make a story with this franchise and put quick time events in it. Dude, Telltale's a scavenger of the gaming world. <gasps> I feel like they just cut other game skins off and wear them as a coat. Like on their face? Yeah, Pretty face much. coat. Face coat. Coast to coast. <laughs> <laughs> dick to dick. Did you, say, did you say dick to dick? He did. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do when they have meetings, right? They're like, bring the Game of Thrones people over. They're like, okay. <laughs> we're we're about to make this deal happen, but uh, one thing. We just need you to take off your trousers. <laughs> what? And come over here and touch that to this. <laughs> yeah, that's what finalizes the deal. Oh, man. So don't get any of those except Tokyo Jungle. Tokyo Jungle. I, well, Until Dawn, I'm kind of excited for because I'm going to make Aaron play that game. Mm. Dude, Until Dawn is like... The best terrible game ever. Hmm. What? It's sort of like if you took like one of those really cheesy horror movies and sort of turned it into a video game. That's Until Dawn. I think that's a good thing. I mean, I don't know. Oh, totally. Like, 
if Friday the Thirteenth is any indicator, you know, people love that kind of cheesy horrorness, right? So I just like the idea that your your choices like impacted. So you're like in the ski lodge or whatever, and then there's the murderer coming after you, and the things that you do are gonna affect the story. I always like games that do that, yeah. and I feel like that's a good medium for it. You just spoiled for me that there's a ski lodge in this game. Oh, I'm sorry. God, I don't know no reason to play it. Well. Sorry to also spoil it for you, Phil, but there's also, like, you know, the slutty girl, the nerdy yeah. girl, yeah. the jock. Where do I find rule 34s of them? The internet? The jock, Everywhere. specifically. <laughs> but, yeah. No, Until Dawn is uh, probably the better one of the lot. I'm going to check out Game of Thrones, but only because it's, like... Free and why not? Yeah. <laughs> much true that. Plus, those episodes only take, like, 90 minutes to two hours to play so you can probably just load it up beat it pretty quickly and then move yeah, on we'll see if it's interesting it's about it yeah i've never seen the show so i feel like i might be lost not not surprised at all that you don't watch <laughs> that show speaking of lost why don't they make a lost now we're talking oh my god it would be just so disillusioned at the end of it you would understand nothing that happened <laughs> it would just be like 18 hours and then at the end of it it would just be like and then everybody was dead and you were like what i didn't even know any of these people really existed i didn't even know the game had started yet oh. yeah a lot sucks yeah. <laughs> it would just be jack from that show and like it would just be press x and he would go like we gotta go back because that's that thing that he says right <laughs> never watch lost yeah I, I i watched the first season and then i was like nah yeah guys this isn't a lost podcast it's not unless or your computer crashes does that mean it's been found yeah <gasps> next figure this whole podcast <laughs> we can just go home now find it. hey yo um so the snes classic was announced this past week there's like 20 plus games announced for it the main one being uh, Star Fox 2, which was previously never released unless you got it on an um, emulator. Um, 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 yeah, I like I I wanted to be excited about this a little bit, but then I remembered that what's going to happen is Nintendo is going to release a really small amount of them. They're going to be bought by one person who's going to sell them for like eight times what they're worth, mm-hmm. and then I'll just emulate all of them on my computer <gasps> and be done with it um, 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 um. Well, if you want i could sell you one of the 50 i'm gonna get you would too <laughs> leave bucks. us a review on itunes get free snes classic <laughs> yeah i actually that's a pretty good incentive if, yeah if i found one in like in a store and had the opportunity to buy one i'd buy one yeah yeah i uh, wouldn't no no probably because you already have an snes correct yeah and it works oh hey yeah you know what i don't have friends oh well <laughs> why are you gonna bring that up you asked the question i don't know i mean you're not wrong yeah you just hurt my feelings what don't you have an snes oh yeah well yeah <laughs> it's great man i like i have all the games i could want you got your sunset riders one of my favorite games of all time i got my earthbound set with just those two i have more but i mario kart cadillacs and dinosaurs no, Dino City I have. I wish I had Cadillac. I used to play Mario Kart in the SNES with my mom. 
Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is there anything interesting in that story? Nope. Okay. It was, I used to play the SNES with my Great. mom. As is. I love it. <laughs> What's the price point on these, and how many games is in it? And how many controllers do you get? And how many controllers max can you use at a time? And what retailers are going to be picking them up, and what's the release date on them? I can answer some of those. Okay. Uh, it's, it's two controllers. I'm pretty sure it's going to be 60 bucks, and retailers, what you would expect. So, like... Targets, Walmarts, GameStops, all the places that carry games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the release date? Someday. Walgreens. Someday? Mm-hmm. Let me guess. Um, holiday? Probably. Okay, ready for all the games we're going to be yeah, ready. All right. Let's get ready to do this. Contra 3, The Alien Wars, Donkey Kong Country, Earthbound, Final Fantasy 3, F-Zero, Kirby Superstar, Kirby Dream Course, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, Mega Man X, Secret of Mana, Star Fox, Star Fox 2, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Hyper Fighting, Super Castlevania 4, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario RPG, Legend of the Seven Stars, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Super Punch-Out, and Yoshi's Island. Wait, that's it? Yeah. Was that 40? No. That's yeah, it's not 40. supposed to be 40. I thought there were 40. No, did I, I just like make up a random something. number? Yeah, you definitely just made up a random number. Okay. You did. I guess. You're going to go in there and buy them and be like, there's not 40 games on this. Nintendo fucking ripped Whoa. me off. Okay, read the list again, and then Nick, right after he says it, you give up for it. Yay! Okay. All right, go. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I already read the list once. It's a long list. I didn't hear Sunset so I'm mad. Also, yeah. reading the list, I realized how many games on the Super Nintendo had the word Super in How front of it. you know what system you're playing it on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's just like with the PlayStation 2, every PlayStation 2 game starts with PlayStation 2, Armored Core 4. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird how that happened. And, and it's weird the first game we thought of was Armored, Armored Core 4. Yeah. Which I'm not even sure if that was actually for the PS2. I'm sure someone will let us know. It's good. I can't even think of a really good PS2 game, and no one said Final Fantasy. Shadow of the Colossus. I never played it. Oh. Is it pretty good? Metal Gear Solid 3. I never played it. Is it pretty good? I don't know. I just I yeah. did play that one. I love Metal Gear Solid. Oh, really? Metal Gear Solid Game Boy Color is the best Metal Gear Solid game. It, is that a real thing? Yeah. And they don't, because Nintendo won't let... I'm pretty sure you've been smoking Well, something. that notwithstanding, <laughs> uh, Nintendo wouldn't allow Snake to smoke cigarettes in the game, so you have a fog machine that you carry around with you to see laser wires and stuff. Oh, that's pretty great. Yeah. It's pretty, it's like a rave. <laughs> He's got a pacifier and a glow stick around his neck. It's pretty neat. It definitely sounds like something Nintendo would do, too. Yeah. It's a great game, though. Really check it out. I mean, I love anything that's on a Game Boy, so. You love anything that's on a Game Boy? That's not true. Why did you have to do that to me? <laughs> Make you immediately doubt the thing yeah. that you said with vindication? <laughs> I apologize. Game Boy's good, though. Yeah. I've been playing my Game Boy Color. Oh, I have uh, the Game Boy Advance Micro. Dragon Ball Z Supersonic Warriors, dog. I don't doubt that that's an outstanding game. But? But I don't know. I don't have it. Oh, uh, okay. Go check it out. Oh, okay. Good game. You cool. play as a, a, a bunch of Supersonic Warriors? Oh, no way. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Wow. So that's any classic, I guess, uh, from me. Uh, I'd buy it if I see it in a store, but I know I won't. So I'll continue not caring. You give it a or a yay. Uh, EA. Oh. Yeah, sort of mix. Mm -hmm. Did you say Kanye? Yeah. Okay. 
with Kanye West is gonna like hand deliver all the SNES classics. If that to happens, door. I'll buy one. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a great. Experience. Day one purchase. I'll open that door and kick him right in the nuts. <laughs> you know, if he showed up too, he would be like completely unimpressed and not like wanting to be there. He'd be like, "Yo, you order this?" And he would just like throw it at your feet and yep. then just walk he away. Probably wouldn't tell you he's selling the SNES classic first. He'd probably try to get you to buy a ninety dollar T shirt before anything else. Or of how like Kanye West is now like a character on this podcast. Oh, this is gonna get real racist. <laughs> <laughs> Should have him on one day. Like Kanye, do you play the games? Nah, nah, nah. I don't play no games. But let me tell you about my album, greatest record of all time. Okay, it wasn't yeah. as racist as no, I thought it was, it was gonna was be. Tasteful. It could have been worse. Yeah. Ish. <laughs> I'm Canadian. I can't That's be racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess for me, the SNES Classic, I'm going to give a thumbs down for because I could just get all those games on an emulator. And nowadays you can get an SNES controller USB for like 10, 15 bucks on Amazon. I feel so. like we didn't have a thumbs down on the scale. <laughs> it was either a or a yay, and yeah. then there's a thumbs down somewhere on the side. That no <laughs> okay, okay, I'll go. Okay. okay, there we go. Yep, so that's three. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, uh, Miyamoto. <laughs> yeah. If you listen he's to this podcast, all the fart sounds. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like eating cereal in the morning. He hears us do that. He just like spews it all up. Like, what? Don't worry about it though. Samus Returns is happening, so we forgive you. What's Samus Returns? Yeah. That's the 3DS game, the platformer. I thought it had a different name last two weeks ago. What? What was it two weeks ago? When we talked about it before. What was it before? What? A different thing. What? I don't know. Never mind. I'll listen to it later. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll find out what the game is called. I was pretty sure I'm right. Because remember we were talking about Prime and yeah, this there's one. Prime and yeah, and I was pretty sure it's Samus Returns. I'm sure, it's not at least Metroid Returns. Maybe it's Metroid Returns. Why would it be called Metroid? Yeah, because no one knows who Samus is, unless you play Super Smash Brothers. It's definitely Samus Returns. Metroid Samus Returns. Yeah. Ah, uh, so it's Metroid Samus Returns. Yes. Yeah, Nick was right. Which Sorry, Samus it is. Yes. <laughs> well, that game gets a yay from me. Me too. It gets yay. Yeah, a reason for me to finally charge and play my right, True. Games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mass Effect Andromeda has been having even more drama. <clears throat> a couple weeks ago, it was reported that the studio was being shut down. And now there's rumors that there was story DLC that was supposed to come up for that game and it's been canceled. Now, Bioware has kind of said, no, it's not the case, but I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of sketchy. Bioware what said think? what wasn't the case? That it's not canceled. That oh, it's still Yeah, happening. they said that uh, the DLC isn't canceled, but they never said, oh, this is when it's coming out or what it is. They basically just denied it. I feel like this is just becoming a trend for anything that's like published by EA because like I think back on it and it's like, Battlefront, the first game, what was it? They were just like, oh, well, here's the multiplayer because we rushed the developer to make sure that we had something to release when a Star Wars movie came out. And then I feel like they did that with Titanfall 1 because they were just like, well, we need a game like right now, so make us the quickest thing you can. So they made it all multiplayer. And now Andromeda didn't hit the mark, so they're trying to eliminate like any bad press and they're just burying it in the sandbox as much as they can. I would, yeah. for once, just love EA or any game developer to go, 
Well, that sucks. Sorry, guys. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be the greatest thing that any game developer, I think, has ever done. None of you are getting your money back or anything, but we just want you to know we know <laughs> that sucked. <laughs> it sucked really bad. Whoopsies. Sorry. Live and learn. <laughs> they just come out to do a press conference, and like someone from like IGN or Kotaku is like, hey, um, so we heard that you guys aren't coming out with uh, story DLC for Mass Effect and Drama, and they're like, yeah. So what? Let's just walk off. Duh. <laughs> you know that's what they want to say, but it's just interesting how this has been unfolding because there was a Facebook post that claimed that the DLC wasn't happening, and then uh, Bioware, in a very vague statement, said, uh, "No, it it's not true." But they never, you know, came forward and said, "Yeah, this is we're doing DLC or anything." And now multiple sources are backing up the original post that was on Facebook saying, "Yeah, there's no DLC." So. We're hearing different stories, but if you're going with the majority opinion here, it sounds like Andromeda is not getting any DLC, which kind of sucks because it wasn't a bad game, and I kind of wanted to see where they take that with DLC, but I guess we're not getting that. Really, so. I, I think I'm kind of the, the opposite opinion. I think at this point, after playing the game, for uh, I, I purchased it and put, I think, a decent amount of hours in. Sort of like, eh, if DLC yeah. came out, I wouldn't play it unless it was free. Yeah. 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 Hear that, EA? That's what you need to do to get Nick's not yeah. sale. I mean, they did it with Titanfall <laughs> 2 and it worked perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We even look at Witcher 3, but like Witcher 3 had uh, a whole bunch of little free DLC that came out when that game first yeah. came out. So, but that game wasn't terrible. So, <laughs> true. True. Very true. <laughs> I, mean, I even with Andromeda, I didn't even think it was bad. It's just, I think. It needed more polish and they didn't afford it the time to do so they just were like well we got to get it out by this time sucks that you didn't get your qa testing done put it i'm with you on that i i think you know they made a lot of improvements in the gameplay i definitely enjoyed playing it more uh than the previous mass effects game the story i was just sort of like yeah yeah it's just like rainbow six siege needs more polish definitely (laughs) all comes back yep Uh, Insomniac confirmed for all the idiots that thought this was the case. Spider-Man for PS4 will not be all QTE sequences. And that it is an open world game. I don't know why, but apparently some people were like getting all mad saying that Spider-Man PS4 will just be all QTE sequences. I And then... I, I yeah. take slight objection to your phrasing. Uh, I didn't... What? I mean, I didn't think it was going to be all qte but that i think the trailer that they showed off sucked because it made oh yeah i mean if you can sucked. show off a trailer and a whole bunch of people go oh this is all qte then your trailer sucked yeah it has nothing against the game mm. or how good the game's going to be it looks beautiful but if hundreds of people lose their mind thinking it's all qte you screwed up yeah well i mean they they were like oh well it's all open world and they set that expectation and then they were like we're gonna give you this one thing that's on rails pretty yeah. much the whole thing but but it's open world we're just not going to demonstrate that in no. any capacity right like why don't you just show some guy playing it and swinging through the streets and you know saving small crimes or yeah whatever this game is supposed to be i don't know i thought the presentation was not great <laughs> clearly they were just trying to show off the graphics right so you yeah. can't you can't fault them for that because they definitely did that well, but it was not a good representation of what I hope this gameplay actually is. Because this is one that I'm super excited for, and it's rare I get super excited for games. They just don't care. Yeah. Mm. Which I... 
I mean differently than how it came out. It's okay. I, I like games. It's usually not big games. There's a very specific kind of game that you like, and it's very far from most AAA titles. Yes, exactly. And this one was one that I'm very excited about, but that trailer did nothing for me. Yeah, I was just sort of like, well, apparently, if you look at a person at a right time and then press a button, you can do a cool thing, but that's about it. Mm -hmm. And you told me open world, and yes, you navigated through what could be an open world, but you didn't demonstrate that it was open in any way. Yeah. You were just like, well, I have to do this thing right now, not just like go off on an adventure. And then they're like, oh, and, and trust us, there's different ways to chase the helicopter. Definitely. Great. <laughs> Show me it like three split screen, right? Show three different people playing that same level and doing it in different ways. Yeah. Then I can be like, oh, well, you can do things in different ways. <gasps> Yeah, big. I know that wasn't the whole point of why you brought this up. <laughs> and we're. <laughs> well, no, because, like, I also feel, too, like, at the end of their presentation, they're like, yeah, we have more to show, blah, blah, blah. So I always kind of took that as, oh, they're going to show the open world stuff a little bit later or whatever else. So I never thought this game was all going to be QT sequences, but there are people out there who are just thinking that this game's going to be all that. And, you know, yeah, they did say they were going to show more, and they didn't. I mean, that's kind of their fault, I love too, that. but same time, too. We, it's we like... have so much more to show, but. You know, E3 is not really the place. Yeah. No one here cares about nah. games. We're not going to do it here. <laughs> Come by my house after the show. I'll show you the game. Yeah. <laughs> this is, I don't think there's an audience at E3. We'll show you on the sidewalk here. Right. Go outside. I'm just trying to smoke a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about Spider-Man for PS4. Break it up with my girlfriend. <laughs> God. Um, okay, but when you're done, come by. We'll show you how the, the open world You should also tell looks. her about it, though. Yeah, like, before you break up. Before you break up, you should talk to her about Spider-Man. Both of you come over here. <laughs> See if you can bring her to the closed doors demo. Yeah. <laughs> no. I think it's hilarious that people are really adamant that it's going to be all quick-time events. Like, I know it's not, but I still want to see more. Telltale Spider-Man. <laughs> Telltale Spider-Man. <laughs> just at the very last second, they reveal that. They were just like, oh, you guys didn't know? Why did you? Insomniac bought Telltale. How did you not know this? <laughs> it's an open world, but you pick stories. It went dick to dick. So yeah. deal. Press X to go right. <laughs> Spider-Man would be pretty fun yeah. as a quick time event, though. I would say. Like as a, min a phone game or something. Mm -hmm. If it was like him swinging through the streets and you had to press the button to do the web, otherwise he would fall to his death. It's going to be super graphic of yeah. like a street sweeper coming by and just shredding him into pieces. Sort of like if you mash like DDR and Tomb Raider. Dude, a DDR Spider-Man, like that kind of game would be fun. It would. It have like little footprints and then two little handles that you could pull on. Yeah. So that it would be like shooting your web. <laughs> Dude, that would be super be fun. Handles so you have like a hole over the head ring. Yeah. Like you're, you're just can... grabbing handles <laughs> pull on. Pull them down and dance around with your feet. It's like a $400 peripheral for a $60 game. How fun would that be though? Hey, people played Steel Battalion. Why can't I have my Spider-Man handle game? <laughs> you are so right. Oh my God. I... So I'm yeah, just cancel everything that you have right now. Just start from the ground up because this is clearly Spider-Man suit with a hundred different buttons inside of it that I can wear. What happens when you have to go to the washroom? Just go. That's part of the suit, man. It's built yeah. in. <laughs> That's why it costs six hundred dollars. Got a functioning toilet inside of it. Like a little pouch just Sony, right below. get on it, Spider-Man suit game. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I would love for the hand controllers to shoot web, but there's no functional so you just purpose shoot in web life. all over your house for no reason. 
your like girlfriend comes home, just your house is covered in web. You're like, I'm it's so web, I sorry. Swear. I swear it's, it's web. A, I swear. I was playing Spider-Man. <laughs> Pornhub's open in the background. Like, oh, I God. like the music. I just like the music they play. <laughs> I swear I was just watching the Spider-Man trailer on Pornhub because oh, the quality God. there is good. You're welcome, Sony. <laughs> All right. Uh, Call of Duty 4, the remaster got a uh, confirmed standalone release, so for the longest time this was tied to Infinity War's new game, um, Call of Duty Infinite or whatever mm. it's called. I don't know. I can't remember. Because I saw the trailer for it once and I instantly forgot. But I was interested, interested in this uh, standalone, and uh, yeah, it's been confirmed to be standalone. It's going to be like 50 bucks or something Wait, like that. Wait, what? $50? Are you serious? So, yeah. a couple qualifying questions here. Is this just Call of Duty 4? Yes, it's 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 Call of Duty 4. Yeah, but it's all remastered, so they've revamped all the graphics and all that, but the gameplay is still the same. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that sounds yeah. not worth it. Yeah, I, like, I liked Call of Duty 4, but I'm pretty confident that I don't need to, like, play it again that much. Uh, like... I, I still have my copy for the Xbox 360, so I can still play it if I really want to. That's what, four or five Call of Duty games ago? I, I think... Probably it, ten. ten. Ten or twenty is probably more <laughs> accurate. There's been a lot. Why do we care? Because Call of Duty 4 was the first Modern Warfare game, and it was, it was like, I don't know if you play the campaign. Yeah. I, I definitely don't think this is a game you would play. I played but... all the Call of Duties oh. up to Black Ops. Oh, okay. So Call of Duty 4 was just regarded as the good one, and then when they re-released the, H the HD remake, they were like, oh, well, it's got to be with Infinite. And now the fact the fact that it's $50 means I'm not buying it. Yeah, would all you Call of Duty a-holes out there just stop buying Call of Duty games, please? Yeah, that'd be cool. Like, I love a good first-person shooter. I love a good war shooter, but pump your brakes call of duty like <laughs> let's let's get innovation rather than just like the same thing yeah i could have gone with call of duty 4 then black ops then the infinite warfare with the jetpacks and stuff and those three games would have been fine yep i didn't need the 500 games in between them yeah i didn't need each one of those to become its own separate thing that they build on yeah why well, was a modern warfare 2 dlc and black ops 2 dlc I mean, I know why, because you don't make money that money. way. Money. <laughs> We're aware. <laughs> it, they're literally slapping us in the face by giving us the same game for 10 bucks less. Yeah. Hard pass. I actually yeah, want it looks really good. I think I'm going to get it, too. <laughs> the, the, the graphics, I was looking at a comparison video, and the graphics look really good. And I don't have an Xbox 360 anymore, so I can't play it on there. So I was like, yeah, you know what? Is it a redone everything, or is it HD remastered? Uh, well, you know, there's a lot that they've spruced up, like the menus and the online functionality and all that stuff. I think the only thing that they really left intact was the gameplay okay. itself. Which, I think if you change that up, people would be, like, fucking coming up to... Activision stores being like, what, how did oh, you change so this? just HD so. textures, that's it? No, it sounds like they remade all the models and everything. Oh, so they, it's, they took the same yeah. game and then just put it in their new engine? Oh. Yeah, basically, yeah. Eh. I, like, I don't better. know. I, I liked Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and, like, 
I want to play that game, but I would not pay fifty dollars to play that game again. I think twenty-five is a sweet spot, right? I'd yeah. buy it for twenty-five. I would buy it for twenty-five. Yeah, or she goes on sale like a month yeah, later. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, that kind of reminds me of uh, the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy that they just released because it's like that's a game where gameplay is the same. They just put in new graphics and people are going crazy for it. So Crash Bandicoot. Okay, I'm gonna make friends and lose them. Ooh, these like games this is going. weren't that good. It was 3D no. action adventure. So you're gonna lose friends is what we're gathering. But all you could do is spin and jump. Like if we took Crash Bandicoot and put it next to Mario 64, there's there's no contest here, not even close. Because Crash Bandicoot, you never learned how to do anything other than spin and jump. You smash crates, you get apples. That's the whole game. Dude, I literally never thought about that until now. That's it. That was the whole thing. <laughs> you really don't advance, huh? Yeah. No. You never learn any skills. The levels never get that interesting. It's yeah. not like that you go to different no. worlds and check other things out. It's just different types of jungles with boxes in them. I think, I think for me, like, d the idea of Crash Bandicoot, I thought about buying this because I was like, oh, I loved playing that when I was a kid. And then I had the moment where I was just like, you know, I liked playing that a lot when I was a kid. I may really hate playing this as an adult mm -hmm. and i kind of feel like i'd rather keep a fond memory of crash bandicoot see because as adults we realize how dumb kids are yeah when you're a kid you don't know that kids are dumb but when you're a grown-up you're like dude kids are really dumb i know right and i feel like well i think too a part of it is just a generational generational thing uh because when you're like a certain age and you know crash bandicoot comes out you know, maybe Mario isn't the biggest thing to you, but Crash Bandicoot is, right? So there's people now who have, like, grown up with Crash Bandicoot, but they never would have played a Mario game, right? But, you know, like, I don't know. I always kind of grew up more with Mario. I never really... Like, by the time Crash Bandicoot came out, I always just saw it as just being, like, a ripoff of Mario. Yeah. And that's so. the thing, too, I think, for me, because you, you mentioned the generation... Generation? Wow. The generation gap here, and it's interesting because... <laughs> You know, you and I, we grew up with NES where games are impossible. And that's because yeah. <laughs> there's only like four levels. They just make it so you can never get past the third one. But with exactly. Crash Bandicoot, it's not a, to me, it's not a generation because it came out at the same time. PlayStation 1 and Nintendo 64 approximately the same time. So to have mm. Crash Bandicoot and have Mario, to me, it's like, do you want water or beer? Um, 100% of the time I want beer. I don't want your water. I never want water. You know what I mean? In this instance, Crash Bandicoot's water. Crash Bandicoot is water? Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Super Mario 64 was... An, oh, Super Mario, I say. Mario 64 was really good. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I like Crash Bandicoot, and I like what they're trying to do here. And I think, to me, the most fun idea would be, like, if I had a child, which I don't, I would be like, hey, you should play this game, child, because I enjoyed it when I was also a child. Why don't they give us a new Crash Bandicoot? Make a new engine, give them some powers and skills, make it open world, do a, like, instead of giving us the same garbage that we're going to realize was garbage, why don't you take the, because I like the character, he's a Tasmanian devil? <laughs> He's uh, a cool dude. <laughs> but why don't you give us a new... Like, I've been wanting a new Battletoads forever. Just yeah. like, a, put it on the Gears of War engine. I don't care. Or, <laughs> you know, Arkham Asylum. The Unreal or, Tournament yeah. engine, that's your choice for Battletoads? Or the Arkham Asylum <laughs> engine, whatever, the Batman games. Something that's 
awesome 3D PlayStation 4 era graphics. Of course, I guess it would have to be an Xbox One because Microsoft owns Rare now. Yep. But something that's new and interesting and fun. Stop giving us the same stuff. Take the characters that we loved as kids and give us... Like, if Mario 64 came out now instead of Mario Odyssey, people would still buy it. I don't know what point <laughs> I was trying to make there. People would be like, yeah. oh, this was game ever That was probably wasn't the, yeah. the best pick, but... I feel you. They put all this effort into redesigning the game, and like it would have been cool to just get like, like we love those games, but just getting them again is nice. But I think building on that would have been probably the better way to go. Yeah. Why does everyone dump on movie remakes? Like, oh, don't remake this movie. It's a classic. But then when game remakes come out, people lose their mind. They want to buy them. People like mm. hyped. That's probably. I think it's partially because, like, with movies, it's different. Like, movies, for the most part, are largely still available on, you know, most mediums, right? Like, there's very rarely a case where it's like, you can't get that movie on DVD, Blu-ray, or streaming. But with games, it's a little bit different, right? Like, some games, it's a little bit harder to get, you know. Maybe some people just don't have a PS1. They can't play the, the Crash Bandicoot anymore or whatever. If we put so. all the, let's put all of our moral and legal things aside... I could get Crash Bandicoot on my phone right now and have it done downloading by the end of this podcast. And I mean, emulators have become, I think, pretty well ingrained in society. Yeah, I can get a Raspberry Pi and download the entire yeah. PlayStation 1 catalog on it in 30 minutes and then play with an actual controller. It's true. So they're not hard to find. Yeah, I just can. feel like take the characters that we love and do something with them. And seriously, give me a good Battletoads game. <laughs> <laughs> What if it was Battletoads in the Minecraft engine? I guess. I, guess. I mean, it's Battletoads, so I guess I'll take it, but it's not. Wouldn't be my preference. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna. I was gonna test the limits of your Battletoads yeah, love there. Yeah, you know, throw some Battletoads Double Dragon, two, on the PlayStation Four and the Xbox One. We haven't seen Double Dragons in a while. We haven't seen Battletoads in a while. Give us super good graphics. Put it on the Arkham engine for you because i realized <laughs> i like you how you're just picking game a game and with, saying an engine with brawling yeah. whatever i don't know what the arkham engine is called batman hat it was a <laughs> dumb name but something where you can like you punch a bunch of guys you get experience points and then you buy the giant boot attack and you buy the ram's head attack and those are all dlc though and they cost 3.99 it's worth it oh i buy it <laughs> sounds great yeah <laughs> then you can have co you're talking to a guy who bought skins for his gun in Rainbow Six, I, so... Uh, I mean, I also did that, so I guess I can't be that judgmental. Yeah, at least I bought dope skins. Nick bought a bunch of Hey, they were jewels. on sale. That's what I did. I wanted my my guns to just look dumb and sparkly. You wanted your guns to look like something specific. Yeah, I bought the Space Invader skin. You bought Sapphire. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> glowy and blue and magical. And when I kill people with it... Yeah. <laughs> They see me coming when I but, put uh, it down. Yeah. Call of Duty 4 coming out again. Yup. Pass. <laughs> uh, speaking of remakes, the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy currently only on PlayStation 4, but it's uh, also listed on Xbox One, so looks like it's coming out for that uh, soon too, so probably isn't a full exclusive, probably just a timed exclusive. Also as well, there's some leaked DLC for that game, which I find kind of weird like how can you have dlc for a remake of a playstation one yeah, game nasty also re refresh my uh noob memory here crash bandicoot is either insomniac or naughty dog 
uh, believe Insomniac. It's Naughty, Naughty Dog. Dog. I'm sorry. Because uh, Ratchet and Tang is. That's what I was thinking. Insomniac. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Of. I love how you were like going like half Tango and Cash, <laughs> half Ratchet and Clank on that. <laughs> I didn't want to be wrong. I knew it was one of the two. Yeah. Now I want a Ratchet and Clank Tango and Cash hey, mashup. Now we're talking. Put it on the uh, yeah. on the Tekken Seven engine. <laughs> yeah. Just because. Is the leaked DLC gonna be the Crash Bandicoot Racing? Well, yeah. It, yeah, I don't know. Like with the DLC, the idea of that is just weird to me because it's like, hey, we just made the same game in a new, a whole engine and all deal, but now we're gonna give you also new content with it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I mean, a remake of Crash Team Racing would make sense considering how popular that was. Okay, ready? Rank them. Here we go. Mario Kart, Crash Team Racing, Diddy Kong Racing. Rank them. All three of them? Yeah, go. So, uh, that's so challenging. I, I got to go with Mario Kart first. Uh, definitely Diddy Kong Racing and then Crash Team Racing. Diddy Kong Racing is so good. So you said it's really challenging, and then you said, gotta go with definitely and then. Yeah. Like you were very matter of fact. Yeah. So not challenging at all. No. Okay. I just had to use a lot of <laughs> other words to, yeah. to, to make sure. I'm pretty that sure I, I heard Titty Kong Racing. And now I'm just having a different thing in my mind of what of that Titty is. Kong Racing? Yeah, yeah, Titty Kong Racing. Hey. I don't know what it is, but I want to play it. <laughs> it's, it's titties and then a dog's. Kong and race them. Okay, so I'm going to clarify for you that you mean the little rubber toy that you <laughs> that put peanut exactly butter inside I mean. of. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just save you a bunch of fan mail you don't want. You can send it to me anyway if oh, you want shit. to. Yeah, send, Nick, send dog Kongs to Nick. Um, and also, I feel like Titty Kong Racing is the sequel to BMX XXX, right? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Am I the only one that re fondly remembers that game? I never played that game. No. You never played BMX XXX? No, I never did. You ride bikes naked, Nick. <gasps> Seems dangerous. That sounds very <laughs> dangerous and also uncomfortable. I play it as far as sexiest games I've ever played. It goes like this. A dead or alive beach volleyball. Of course. Uh, I'm so of glad course. we're friends right now. BMX XXX. <laughs> Leisure Suit Larry. Ooh. What about the guy game? Oh, I remember the guy game. What? It was it was called the guy game. The guy? It had like the worst cartoon on the front of like a dude. He may or may not have been giving a thumbs up. Wait, may or may not have been? Yeah, those are the two options. Oh, okay. Either he, he was or he wasn't. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember. No. <laughs> That's just it? Yeah. And then... No, like, it was just some dude like looking like he like... Like he's keeping a secret, like he's he wants to tell you something, but he just can't remember what it is. And then there's just a bunch of hot girls yeah. behind oh, him. Oh, so there were hot girls behind him. That was the part you failed oh. to, to tell me. I must you have played a different a one. Dude. I played a different guy game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worst box art ever, by the way. <laughs> well. Wow. Oh my god. Oh yeah, there he is. Look at this little, look at this little cutie. I wonder what he's up. What is this guy up to right now? Probably hung himself in a hotel washroom While or something. While masturbating, for sure. Oh, Definitely. Totally. Them hot girls, though. How come they don't make sexy games anymore? 
I'm definitely sure they make sexy games. What was the last sexy game that came out? I, Dead or Alive doesn't count. I don't know. Wait. I think Soul Calibur games have turned into sexy uh, games. Because <laughs> literally every game that comes out, the cup size gets a little bigger. bit yeah. bigger. Yeah. It's pretty good. I love that there's a timeline that actually shows that all of the Soul Calibur games has just gone that way, where it was just like, we had regular, like, normal-looking human beings that were just attractive, and now we're just like, eh, just want to see where we can go with it. They're like boobs. <laughs> we'll make them bigger. I just looked up sexy video games, and I instantly regretted it. I'm going to do that, too. Tappa, tappa. <laughs> um... We were, we were talking about about. how Crash Bandicoot was leaked for the Xbox One and the leaked DLC. Oh, yeah, then we got to Crash Team Racing and then Titty Cog Racing yep. and then everything else. Yeah, I think I agree, Phil. The episode title this week should be Titty, Titty Kong, Kong Racing. Racing. Yep. But to answer your question, Phil, from like a couple of minutes ago, it's Diddy Kong Racing, then Mario Kart then you made a lot of frenemies my friend you put diddy kong racing over mario kart (laughs) yeah i almost did because he had planes yeah i thought that was like when i was a kid i thought that was amazing for me it was like uh, the battles in diddy kong racing i felt were more interesting than popping balloons yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, like and also you got like different avenues to do it you could either do plane battles hovercraft battles or car battles i forgot about the hovercrafts too oh yeah yeah it's like you know in star fox 64 you could in multiplayer you could walk on your feet yep that was weird that was weird you could be in a tank too yep that was weird you could be in a plane too Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. Oh. I feel like the thing with sexy games nowadays <laughs> is they're just sneaking that stuff into regular games now. Like, you think about GTA Five or Skyrim or uh, even Catherine from a couple years back. Like, it's just regular games, and then they just, like, pop in little sexy things. Catherine was a sexy game. I'll give you that one. I, I was going to say, I feel yeah. like there's a really missed opportunity there. Like, you know how Pokemon does, like, red and blue versions? I feel oh, like gosh. we should do a non-sexy and a sexy version of every game, of every single game. Yeah. Was- I thought you were going to say like a sexy version of Pokemon, no. and I was like, "This is where it I definitely Nick. exists on the internet." Oh yeah, I'm subscribed to him. <laughs> no, totally. There should be like, it's like this is rated M. This is even more rated M. <laughs> yeah. All right, what's the worst sexy game? I'm gonna go Costume Quest what <laughs> it, like to me the fact that you have a list of sexy games no i just thought of it just now head. what would be i was like what would be the worst thing to have a sexy version of and then i thought costume quest is a bunch Ooh. of kids trick-or-treating so you probably shouldn't do <laughs> that one <laughs> yeah yeah that's true Cookie Ooh, mama. yeah that's just dangerous though <laughs> yeah stay safe guys i think for me it had to be cory in the house <laughs> out of here <laughs> Battle toads. <laughs> I'm gonna ram him. Oh god! And his dick turns into a ram. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that his fist or his? It's his. Very nice. Yeah, thank you. It's practicing. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, 
So Sony started talking about the PlayStation 5 this week, so I guess that means you should probably start selling your PS4. No, just kidding. But anyways, they said that the PlayStation 5 will be a substantial evolution over the PS4 and that it won't follow the smartphone upgrade model of just smart, small little upgrades. Like, so... Is- that's kind of exciting. When has I guess. Sony ever been the innovator? Like, I mean, in terms of consoles, like the PS1 to the PS4, what's been the biggest difference? There's a freaking touchpad on the controller. Y- you use that a lot? Sometimes I have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I don't know. To me, like, hearing this, it just makes me think of the Vita and think, oh, God, what are they going to do with the PS5? See, to me, yes. <laughs> because let's put touch screens on the back of the console that's a great idea <laughs> run up to your console and finger this thing then move on uh it just doesn't have a controller everything's just vr see this is what's scary because nick said it almost sarcastically but i love that playstation is not the leader in innovation because i don't want it agree make your graphics mm-hmm. better and make your games more interesting and make it more powerful so that more interesting things can happen if Sony comes out with this all VR console or the, you know, anything shy of the full Spider-Man game, like, I don't want it. I want to sit on the couch. I want to play with a controller. And I want to play games. I want to not move. And I want to get fat. That's it. Yep. And the fact that they're trying to innovate terrifies me. Because a PlayStation Switch is, is one bad idea away. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's what I think, like, if you think of innovation, like, Nintendo's really been the one that's, like, really pushed the envelope and tried to innovate with every console to an extent. And, I mean, I feel like there are substantial flops within that. Oh, yeah. I just don't want Sony to take that road. And, like, let, why can't we let Nintendo do that? Let Nintendo be the casual gamer yeah. with the, the fun things and then let PlayStation and Xbox be gamers consoles yeah you buy this for your family you buy this for your man cave done boom see i don't know the way you guys are taking this is like it should be like all this weird shit but like i think it could just be just pure specs right like you look at the ps4 even when it came out originally it was probably two or three years behind what uh pc uh parts were at in terms of like modern modernity bleh modernness but i don't know i feel like if they just came out with a ps5 and it was like yeah this has you know a graphics card that's like ahead of the time you know even ahead of what pc uh you know graphics cards are doing like that could be kind of did you say modernity pretty yeah maybe this is a maybe the ps5 is going to be like swappable components I, like yeah. it, like a new video card. So we just made a PlayStation 4 a PC? Yeah. That's, that's like, I don't know. To me, you don't buy a console for it to be modular. You buy a console because you didn't want to have to put a PC together. You wanted to be able to go to the store, bring something home, and play a video game right then. And- yeah, but I feel like if all, like, PlayStation 3 and 4 were very good about switching hard drives out. Mm-hmm. You just pull and push. Yeah. If this was a mm. console with the OS and everything on it, you still had the PlayStation Store to download games. You don't have to worry about doing Steam or what's Ubisoft's garbage that they try and force uh, you into. You play. You play any of that. It was just full on console. You bought discs and downloaded for. But two years from now, you could 
plug in. You know, it's like the Rumble Pack or like uh, the Nintendo 64, that Donkey Kong thing and, that you had. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Like, I get it. You know, make it modular so it's not like you have to buy a console in five years. It's you have to buy a new part every couple of years. And I get that. But it's like PC gaming already has that to offer. So it's just at that point, it's like, well, I have my PC and then I have my PlayStation computer, which... I can't install an operating system on. All I can do is play video games. Well, what do you want it to be, Nick? I don't know. Like, I just want God. it to be the PlayStation 5. I just want it to be what the PlayStation 4 is now, except way more powerful and still at a good price point. I feel like if the PlayStation 5 comes out and it has photorealistic graphics where people look like people in it, let's just assume this is a thing that's going to happen. I would freak the I don't know. Did you play Horizon Zero Dawn? It does not. Don't even. If you even finish that sentence, I'll stab you in the neck with this pen. (laughs) It didn't look like people. I mean, it it doesn't look exactly like people. Right. So that's enough there. No, you said all you needed to say. It's looking pretty good. Nope. It's looking pretty good at this point. Disagree. So if this actually looked like people and you had a fighting game, like a super gritty realistic fighting game where you punch and kick and you could pick a shard of glass off the floor and jab someone in the neck with it but they just looked like actual people it would be horrifying don't you think Mm. right i mean like are you saying realistic to the point where it's like all right well i feel like i actually just did this in real life right i need to go reflect on my choices like i just watched a guy get murdered yeah (laughs) i don't want to play games ever again so you're saying Grand Theft Auto would be like the least popular oh my game in God. any franchise. Can you imagine <laughs> if you had a photorealistic people that you were plowing down with the tanks that you found in your garage? It'd probably get pretty dark, yeah. Yeah, pretty dark. <laughs> but see, I don't know, it's like games have always had this pretty good way of being like, yeah, this looks realistic, but here's that little bit of thing to sort of break you from reality mm-hmm. too, right? And I mean, the lack of consequences are always the thing. It's like, oh, well, worst case scenario, I just restart the game and I'm still okay. But Yeah. But like, I don't know, I feel like there's a middle ground here right now where it's like there's these consoles where it's like, it's not on par with what you're getting with PC, but then if you want to go for a PC, there's, you know, a lot of work required there in terms of either building the PC or, you know, if, even if you get a pre-built uh, one, you know, you have to maintain your drivers and all that. Like, there'd be something to be said for, like, a really powerful console where you don't have to worry about anything like that. Like, you know, that's the great thing about consoles is that you don't have to worry about upgrading your drivers or anything like that. But then the downside is, of course, the graphical fidelity and all that. So, I don't know, I feel like a PS5 would sort of be the balance of that where you get a little bit more power than you would typically get from a console. But at the same time, too, it's a little more hands-off. You don't have to worry about it as much. You just download your you know system update every once in a while and update your games and yeah, that's wait, am it. i the odd man out here curtis do you play pc games oh yeah okay. i do i guess i'm not the odd man out but like i am i feel like gaming like my gaming pc i don't feel like there's a ton of effort put into maintaining that but i guess like there is probably a lot of background knowledge that's required to make sure you well, I also work for a tech company too so i mean i, I feel do. like i'm like a little <laughs> bit more knowledgeable than most people on updating my computer but like i'm just speaking more for like general yeah. Yeah. audience right like if you give joe schmo off the street you know computer parts and say here build this pc he's probably going to build something that's going to like catch on fire and kill him so i i like either way you know. like sony is the one company i feel like i trust when they i guess i 
I know that they've messed up the Vita, and I'm sure, hopefully, Sony's learned a ton from that whole experience. So I hope the the innovation that they push push for. <laughs> you said push forward. <laughs> yeah. This podcast was getting a little too professional. Yeah, screeching halt there, I love. <laughs> no, but I, I feel like. People are like, wow, these guys are real professionals. They really understand what they're doing. Nah, never mind. As long as, as they evolve in the right way and they focus on the gameplay just being good and not making silly innovations yep. that's just innovation to have innovation, I think they'll be all right. Yep. No rear touchscreens, yeah. though. Please, for the love of God, no rear touchscreens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um. All right. Next up, Sony is letting people pitch a TV show for their their PlayStation TV service. So, um, they had a TV show that came out, and I forget what it powerless. was, but power was powerless. Wait, that's it. So Sony has already come out with a television. Sony's had television on, for a well. Very no, long. I mean that, but I mean like on the PlayStation mm -hmm. specifically. Yeah. Oh wow. It's been a while. Yeah, because that show. They were just, I don't know if Powerless is it or if that's the Ron Funches show on NBC that got canceled. Um, but it was it went for two seasons, I think. So it's been around for at least that long. I mean, that's inevitable. Yeah. Sony, here's an idea for you. Uh, two charming male hosts each pick a thing, and then they debate about which thing would beat which thing, and you go watch it on your PlayStation. And then there's like a simulated battle and a whole bunch yeah. of stuff. But yeah, no, I feel like Sony, that would be an outstanding show. You should definitely be into that. We could call it my Yeah, I mean, I'm not biased at all, but I would not definitely watch that. You would that. definitely my, watch My yeah. Thing Could Beat Your Thing? No, I, I feel like I would also. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah, no, I would definitely watch yeah, that. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, watch My Thing Can Beat Your Thing. On Google Play and iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> then go listen to Three Angry Nerds, also on Google and Play and iTunes. And love. Screw it. Yeah. As well, listen to music yeah. talk afterwards. Because, you know, you've been neglecting your dating life listening to all these podcasts. Might as so. well keep going. Mm -hmm. And if you get tired of listening, you can look at First Friday. Hey, <laughs> Why did you heyo and make it weird? Because <laughs> it was more fun that way? Okay. Because it was definitely not weird yeah. to begin with. Curtis is the eye candy in that show, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Uh, but I think this is a waste of PlayStation's time and resources. That's my getting back on topic. Yeah, that, yeah I feel like that's just Sony bleeding into the rest of PlayStation. Yeah, like when I go look for what new free demos just came out on Tuesday, and they're like, here's free episodes of TV you can watch. Yeah, I also have a TV, so no thanks. <laughs> I don't know. I, get, I guess they sold off their Vio business. They're slowing down television production. PlayStation 4 is moving into playstation 5 they're not making phones anymore they really don't have much to do so they'll make tv no. shows for the playstation yeah and let a bunch of dum-dums <laughs> submit ideas uh, i mean like i this. don't know i like it, to me this feels like it's the same thing as the xbox did when they were like oh steven spielberg's gonna make a halo series because we've heard a ton about that it's just going to be people trying to pitch like video game shows and they're going to end up being pretty mediocre. And the thing is that you're going to sign so much paperwork with Sony if they accept your idea through this open submission thing. that You're going to give them this idea 
And then when they inevitably go under and no one's watching Sony TVs anymore, you're not allowed to take your idea anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. Guys, don't do it. Send your TV show ideas to us. We'll make them for you. Yeah. They'll be really good TV yeah. shows, too. Yeah. That was a weird sound, huh? <laughs> that was really <laughs> It'll totally work. Just trust us. It we won't got this. just be me and Nick acting out your scripts with Curtis on Skype in the background. It definitely will not be that. <laughs> it won't be that. It'll be something I'll direct, and then uh, Carlos will be our personal assistant just grabbing there us There you coke. go, see? Hey. You mean the drug, right? No, I'm at the oh. soft drink, but Ugh. sure. Uh-huh. We have a lot to teach you about Hollywood, Curtis. Dude, when I do coke, I get a soft drink, too, <laughs> though. You know what I'm hey, saying? Hey, very nice. It drinks my penis. It, wait, what? Yeah. Wait, it drinks your penis? <laughs> it drinks my penis. Yep. <laughs> the soft drink? You're doing something else entirely there, Phil. <laughs> So that's Sony Next. <laughs> Pillars of Eternity announced for PS4. This is pretty exciting, I, I like, think. So I I talked to a couple people about Pillars of Eternity, and it's sort of like, it reminds me, I guess, of Diablo a little bit, but like more mixed with StarCraft mm. it, to an extent. But I don't know. I, I looked at the game, and I was like, I want to play this on PC and not PS4. So I may just buy this game for PC now and not PS4. What is it is? It's uh, like it's more actually along the lines of like Baldur's Gate, uh, you know, sort of like those like very Dungeons and Dragons, but in video game form. So you create a character and their character creation tool is like intense. Like it's not, you know, oh, here's just you make a character like you're coming up with the backstory and everything it's pretty intense like i think when i went to go create a character in that game it took me like 40 I, minutes to create a character yeah something's already i did this on something already it was like you pick what land you're from and you pick what job you have and you pick all this stuff when you're making your guy and i'm like i just want to make him look silly i don't care about any of this is this game remake well i think you can always skip it if you want to but part of the fun is to create the like, you can honestly just keep pressing X or enter whatever, and just you get whatever backstory you get. But I would love it if you had it was just a open field, and then you used the on-screen PlayStation keyboard, and you had to type in your yeah. entire backstory. <laughs> <laughs> just one by one. Yeah, but no, Pillars of Eternity was. Yeah, and you have to wait for 40 days before you can play the game. Oh, my God. It's a pretty fun game. Um, I'm not too sure how it's going to translate to PS4 because it did feel like it was designed from the ground up to be a PC game just in terms of like how it plays. So I'm kind of curious. But I mean, the same thing could be said for Marvel Heroes because I remember when that came out, they were like, ah, no, this game's not never going to come out on consoles. It's designed for the PC. And then they made it work on Technically, PS4. They did the same so. along the same lines. That was the Diablo thing for a while, too. Yeah, and... I mean, I yeah, feel like way better. Yeah, Diablo three was so much better on the PS, uh, the PlayStation three, and uh, eventually the four yeah. than it was on PC. Way better. Yeah, totally. And that's the thing, right? Like, I feel like nowadays I'm not as opposed to these PC games coming to consoles because it's like I feel like they figured it out finally. But yeah, Pillars of Eternity, really good. It was one of my favorite games of 2015 when it came out. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you're into like sort of that. Dungeons and Dragons sort of role-playing 
mixed with Diablo-esque gameplay, I think you guys will like it. It is a little... It, it, there's a lot of depth to it, which I think can turn a lot of people off. Because you sort of have to come up with a build of your character and sort of define what they do both, you know, socially as well as in combat and stuff. So it takes a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun once all the gears are turning. All right, so, I'll play it. You yeah. convinced me. Now that I know what I can, right. I can choose what they do in social situations, I'm into it. <laughs> it's your favorite thing. <laughs> Said something sarcastic. It's just you swearing at them the yeah. entire time. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for saving me and my son from that uh, wolf pack over yeah, there. Yeah, fuck off. Come on, dude. That's how you're going to reward me for this quest, you piece of shit. Whoa. I do, I do think it's funny, though, because, like, you guys mentioned it kind of looks like Diablo, and I it's, like, a pretty intense game in terms of, like, the systems and all that. So I kind of wonder if people are going to pick it up thinking it's going to be like a very casual dungeon brawler and then get all this like death that the game has. And it's like, oh, this is definitely not what I When's expected. When's it come out? Oh, Thank that's a good question. So much. <laughs> I don't know if they have a release well, date yet. But it's already out on PC? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, let's see what the release date is. August. Uh-oh. No date yet, just yeah, August. Oh. August 29th, oh, actually. Pretty far Sorry. off. You lost me. Yeah. Well, and the sequel is coming out on PC uh, relatively soon. I guess we don't have a release date yet, but they keep saying it's coming out soon. So if you guys like this, the sequel is coming. And who knows, maybe they'll bring the sequel to PS4. Honestly, I would rather play this game on PS4 because I feel like, like Diablo, it might be a little bit better to play this on a console rather than on a PC. So... Yeah, we'll see, we'll how, see how the gameplay goes before I make my buying decision. Hmm. Speaking of buying decision, Nick, what have you been wow, playing? Oh, wow, that was smooth and seamless. Uh, I have been playing a ton of Titanfall 2. The uh, War Games DLC just came out, so it's a new map, uh, new execution, and I mean, that, that's pretty much it with it, but I, I love Titanfall 2 so, so much. Yeah, no, I just I well, I recently figured out that if you turn up your field of vision in that game, it's like way easier to maneuver through the world. So now when I feel like I'm running on wall or when I feel like when I'm actually running on walls, jumping and like sliding and stuff, I feel like I have superpowers. And that's something I can really get behind in a game. What are you talking about? Timefall 2. What does the field of vision have to do with you having superpowers? Well, if you played with me, I played once once yeah. yeah but you didn't t- turn up your field of vision you, no one told me to we'll do it okay i'll be right back it'll make you like way better okay i'll get superpowers yeah okay yeah no well, you won't get superpowers well but your character is gonna have superpowers they uh introduced a new execution with the the hollow pilots so now you can bamboozle people when you kill them so it like creates a hollow pilot that looks like it's going to kick them in the face in like three different ways and then you're just like ha ha i'm gonna shoot you in the head can you name the three different ways to kick somebody in the face goes to like roundhouse kick him and then just like a forward straight kick and then just like the the axe kick just like downward yeah yeah nice yep very cool it's pretty intense Mm. titanfall 2 titanfall 2 yep jetpacks titans all good stuff and that's all you're playing yep dope Nice. What about you, Phil? What have I'm you been playing? i my time equally these days between I Am Bread 
Ooh, I know what you're talking about. The title may or may not give it away. <laughs> you play as bread, and you have to get toasted. Such a good game. And it's all kind of, so you're either in the kitchen, or you're in the living room, or you're... In, in zero gravity. Zero gravity. Or floating a, in a kitchen. And you have to make your way to some sort of heat source that can toast you. And that R2, L2, R1, L1 are the four corners of the bread that suction cup. So you just kind of have to... The controls are so difficult. It's crazy difficult. <laughs> it's like, so barely even fun <laughs> difficult. I played this while I was over at Phil's house, and it is is really, truly one of the most difficult <laughs> games I've ever played. And it's not because they don't have like a comprehensive like movement system. It's just, and my just, brain just doesn't work just, that way. It's just like I can't understand <laughs> how to maneuver as a piece of toast. Really, definitely check it out. I think it's on sale right now. Or one of the games I just bought is, I think this one is. I only paid 12 bucks for it at full price, so it's worth it either way. Check it out, because no matter how you inebriate yourself, it's going to be so much fun. You get a bunch of people around, and all of you try and work this toast yeah. together. It's a blast. So check that out. <laughs> yeah. Have you actually gotten toasted Twice. yet? Hey. Out of the 500 okay. times I've played it. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and then uh, the other 50% of my time is going into Overcooked, with which you and I played. Curtis, you were zero percent yes. help. And you just <laughs> threw all my dirty dishes on the ground, and you did not hand me a single <laughs> onion or tomato. <laughs> this is a really good game to I, I I put this kind of in the Mario Party category, where this is going to make your friendship stronger, or it's going to ruin them. It's strong. Yeah, you didn't talk to me for a couple days after we played I that game. I couldn't handle so. how you kept wasting all of my food. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's it's multiplayer, so you've got. You're on the left, and he's on the right. You've got the prep boards, but he's got the frying pans. But you've got the serving window, but he's got the plate. So you have to oh man chop the food, and then you hand it to the other guy, and he cooks it and hands it back to you and sends it out. And it's super difficult. And to make it more difficult, you can play two people on one controller. Oh, my God. So I would use the right stick, R1 and R2, and you'd use the left stick, L1 and L2. It's by the same guys who made Worms. This sounds like the ultimate party game. Oh, it's great. Definitely check out overcooked and definitely check out i am bread and as an update on our last episode i did beat snk versus capcom card fighters clash nice thank you very nice. difficult too that last bottle is very hard yeah yep why is it hard because you don't very have any good cards ever you never get good cards you just don't get them <laughs> that's the thing about that game is you just don't get them oh snk games are mean I feel like they're the meanest games. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like Metal Slug and Firefighters yeah. Clash. They're so mean. King of Fighters. Dude, Metal Slug. Even amazing. King of Fighters 98 or not 98, 95 on easy difficulty is like the hardest thing you'll ever do. I never Other than that. me, Bazinga. Hey, yo. Kurt, what have you been playing? Uh great that you asked that phil i've been playing a few different games mainly been playing friday the 13th still mm -hmm. yep yeah uh they added the new jason skin because they were like hey sorry that our game was broken and didn't work at launch so here's a new jason skin but it wasn't as exciting as i thought it was gonna be because i thought oh they're gonna probably add new kills and a few other things but it's basically just an alternate skin for the part three jason I mean, it's still pretty cool because it's like 
all purple and turquoise and uh every time he shows up like this really cool like 8-bit music starts playing so it's pretty fun i have beef Uh, with the 8-bit music (laughs) oh here we go (laughs) because at first i definitely didn't realize that that was a part of the skin so jason just came and murdered me instantly because i thought it was just like your phone was ringing well no i was like i like this music this is nice and friendly why is this happening and then i just died yeah it does ruin the immersion let's talk a little bit for me it ruined the immersion Mm -hmm. because he's he looks like a smurf in a purple jumpsuit and like (laughs) super happy chiptune music and i was like well this isn't scary (laughs) what button do i press to hug jason but i've been saying that like that game's gonna break whatever sense of reality it has because i mean eventually they're gonna start doing like weird jason x stuff and all this other stuff like they've said that dlc is definitely coming for that game so i kind of figured eventually things are gonna get really fucking weird so uh i'm glad that you know they're kind of starting to go that path now i'm just hoping we get like jason x maybe mark in his wheelchair i know phil you've been really i will for that. not be able to contain myself with any like i don't know what i want more if jason does the one hand choke on mark in the wheelchair i don't know if i want him to pull him out of the wheelchair or if i want the wheelchair to float up okay, into with the him. air when he picks yeah. him up i don't know which one's gonna make me laugh more but i know i'm not gonna be able to contain myself when that happens yeah so make it happen if yeah if you want to make mark three bucks i'll pay for it i'll buy it. yeah also like i would love to see pamela Voorhees in that game yeah and jason so, also yeah yeah well obviously jason i'll buy it yeah i it really, in all honesty, any DLC I feel like you add for that game, I'd, I'd probably buy it. That was a, I have okay. no allegiance to the Friday the 13th like series in any way. I've seen none of the movies, and that game has been a very pleasant surprise in uh, gameplay. Well, Nick, you'll be happy to find out that all DLC for this game is actually going to be free. What? Yeah. Not going to have to pay a thing. Apparently, I don't know. They could be full of shit, but yeah, that's what they're yeah. saying. I'll wait for 20 years for the Friday the 13th remastered PlayStation 8 game. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. Sounds like something mm-hmm. you would do. I don't know. I don't know I'm just kidding. Um, I've been playing God of War 3 remastered. Mm-hmm. Because it was like three or two bucks on PSN, it was like dirt cheap, and I haven't played that game in a long time. I didn't realize. And the new ones. Or, so. uh, sorry, I was gonna say I didn't even realize that they had an HD remake of that game. Yeah, I honestly didn't even think so either. At first, I was like, "Oh, so it's just the PS3 game on PS4," and I looked at the store page, and it was like, "Oh yeah, completely redone for the PS4." And I mean, when they say that, they're kind of full of shit. It's basically god of war 3 but it performs a lot better like the frame rate is really smooth doesn't really hiccup at all and the graphics are a little bit more fine-tuned but it's still god yeah of war i'm 3. sure they just amped up the 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 textures a little bit and they were just like yeah it's a new game guys it's just definitely better optimized yeah. it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that there's more powerful hardware on this system yeah. But again, it was only like three bucks, so I was like, man, I can think of worse things I could spend three bucks on. So picked it up, I've been playing that, and I like forgot how much fun that game is. Like, there's that opening fight with Poseidon, and he's this big giant like water creature, and then Kratos just launches himself through the water creature and grabs like Poseidon, the actual person from inside, and then just beats the living shit out of him. And it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah fun. Like I feel like it's hard not to have fun as as Kratos sometimes, like beating 
the ever-living crap out of someone who is either a god or just, you know, some sort of weird demon creature. Always feels really satisfying when you have, like, two blades attached to chains or, you know, whatever yeah. your favorite Kratos weapon may be. Yeah. So I've been kind of, like, surprised at how much I've been enjoying that because I thought, oh, I got three bucks. Why the hell not? And I'm like, oh, this is pretty fun. And, again, it gets me kind of a little more hyped for the new one coming out next year so. If that, uh, you know, ends up being good, then I'll be... Yeah, awesome. when is the God of War slash Game of War crossover coming? Cause... Never. <laughs> it's just going to be a 3D rendered Kate Upton. That's the only yeah. thing in the game. Yeah. It's just you look at a 3D rendered version of Great. her, and it costs $80 to buy it. Let me ask this. this is a no, 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 no. What it is is it's a VR yeah. game, and you play as Kratos, <laughs> and Kate Upton's in the game, and you have yeah. to fuck her mm. in the game. Oh, have to or get to? Yeah. No, you have to. Have like, to in order to beat the game. Too. Ooh. <laughs> Like that's the only get par like part of the game. That, what that's else do you all need? it is. Uh, that's it. There yeah. goes all my relationships and jobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's VR, Phil, not oh. real life. I thought, in this yeah. case, VR stands for vagina reckon. Vagina <laughs> <laughs> reckon. Reckon. Really? That's what you picked to go with. <laughs> I love how he doesn't even spell wrecking correctly. He didn't do, like, reckoning. Ew. Or wrecked. You're welcome. Anyways. Uh, I've also been playing Hearthstone some mm. more. Uh, they updated that game, so the card packs are a little bit more frequent with their legendary cards, so I wanted to try that out. So I've been playing and getting a couple card packs. And I definitely think it's better cool. now because I got like three card packs and out of the three, I actually got two legendaries out of it. So that was pretty good. I think they're definitely a lot better. Funny story with that. You know, that's not taking effect until the next expansion, right? But yeah. Got, oh, so really? really? Okay. So luck. maybe it was just all in my head, but I definitely got a couple new legendaries. Right. No, I, I, I keep an eye on Hearthstone because it's, it's a game that I love, but I won't let myself love that much because it costs me so much money. So I've been playing like the tavern brawls and stuff like that. When I saw that they were increasing the odds of the legendary, I think for me, the biggest uh, change that they're making that I'm excited for is the fact that you won't get legendaries that you already have. So like you actually yeah. have a point in buying more packs and not just getting the same stuff you've been getting. Oh, so there's no dupes. Yeah. That's... Well, no dupes at the, the highest level of rarity. Hmm. So you'll get yeah. dupes otherwise. Yeah. To an extent, they, they also made it so, like, uh, when you get a pack, you can't get more than two of the same card because you can only have two of the same card. Yeah. So they made it so mm -hmm. you can't get, like, five of those in a pack, hmm. which seemed like common sense, but they're finally just making the change. Did you play the most recent Tavern Brawl? Uh, the one where you get, like, 22 copies of a yes. single card? Yes, I did. Now I have to ask, and this will make or break our friendship. What card I mean, did you the, use? The very first obvious pick was the, I can't remember the name of the card, but that Jade Golem card from the Druid, where it's either you shuffle three copies of the card into your deck of that card, or you summon a Jade Golem of, it's either 1-1, one, one, and as it goes on, it ramps up to 2-2, two, 3-3, two, three, three, four, 4 and so you just play that a bunch of times and end up just playing one drop, like nine nines throughout the game. It's pretty great. 
Wow. <laughs> I know you can believe that so okay, well. Okay, our friendship will remain intact. That's not, that's not, you didn't go with patches like everyone else oh, has done. Oh, yeah? Patches. Yeah, everyone's patches. going with patches. We don't need no stinking patches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So patches is a card where whenever a pirate card is played, it'll summon all the patches from your deck. And patches has charge, so he can attack in the same turn he summoned. So if you get like 22 copies of patches, you just play one version of him, and then you just fill your board with patches, and they That's have charge. Brilliant. I totally didn't even think about that. Great idea. I'm gonna yeah. do that. You can finally get Hearthstone and then buy patches. The card. I have Hearthstone on my computer. Do you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nick's gonna just I like just... crush you at it. Yeah, we heard it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So anyways, yeah, I've been playing Hearthstone. I got a couple new legendaries. I got the new quest card for the Paladin uh, deck, the one that gets you Galvadon, which is pretty cool. He adapts five times. So I've been actually playing him quite a bit and having a lot of fun with that. Yeah, the quest cards are sort of like a weird addition. Like, well, I mean, It makes sense that they added it, given that they just add a lot of things that the Warcraft, uh, Warcraft, Warcraft. universe... <laughs> the world... Shut up. I'm just... What's a quest card? It gives you different... So basically when you play it, it gives you certain parameters. So play a certain number of cards of a certain type. And um, once you complete it, that quest is fulfilled and you get a card as a reward for it. So um, for instance, with uh, the one for Galvadon, I think it's you have to uh, cast five or six spells on your minions. And then once you've cast enough spells on your minions, you get Galvadon who adapts five Eat times. Eat it with a banana. What <laughs> is that? What it sounds like to you? The minions, yeah. That's what they sound like to me. Oh, okay. No, it definitely doesn't sound like that. But um, yeah, there's some of them work. Some of them don't work. Like the priest one, I find doesn't really do much aside from healing you fully up to forty HP. But even that's, I don't know. I've found that's not really all that helpful. But some of them are okay. Mage I find. quest is kind of neat. Taking an extra turn, it's hard to complain about. Yeah. Oh, I have an OTK, well, one-turn kill mage deck using that quest that, like, I'm pretty sure I've pissed off a lot of people playing that deck. Mm. I, they, they, yeah. I mean, Blizzard's pretty adamant about that, that one-turn kill stuff, so I wonder how long it'll take for that stuff to get nerfed. Yeah, I'll probably get nerfed <laughs> eventually. Blue. I'm just enjoying it right now. Like, I basically just stall out until I get the cards that I need to do it, and then I just play all the cards, and then... I just keep using the fireball, which does like six damage, and it keeps generating more fireballs, so I can just keep throwing them out. And uh, they're zero cost, so it doesn't cost me anything to use them. So I can just throw like five fireballs and end a match. For all the listeners that don't play Hearthstone, this is so boring. <laughs> <laughs> Go get Hearthstone just for it to make yeah. sense to you. Hit me up on Hearthstone for life, six nine. <laughs> six. Um, I've also been playing Pokemon Moon some more. Nice. So, yeah, because I'm pretty big into the Pokemon franchise, but Moon kind of turned me off quite a bit. And so, I don't know, I thought I'd go play some multiplayer of that, so I booted that up and played it. I don't know. I played it for a bit, and I was like, not really impressed, turned it back off. But Yeah, I bought um, Pokemon Sun and Dragon Ball Fusions on the same day. And I took the day mm -hmm. off and came home from 
fries, which is a, I assume we all have fries. Do you have fries up there? Like the yeah. French fries? Well, freedom fries. Uh, <laughs> it's a, like an electronic store, basically. So uh, I bought both those. I came back. Oh, no, I we played Dragon Ball Fusion for three hours, and then I played Pokemon Sun for about two and a, two hours or so. And then went back to Fusions, mm. and then still to this day have not picked up Sun again. And I'm a huge... I've played it's... them all, including the third release, the your emeralds and your crystals and your yellows and etc. But something about it was, I guess, all the hype for me when they were like, this is completely different from every Pokemon game. There's no gems, and there's no this, and there's no that. And then I played it, and I was like, eh. It's actually kind of the exact same. Yep. Which if it had let me yeah. know ahead of time that it was going to be the exact same, that would have been great because I've been playing the exact same game for 15 years and it's not bothered me. Mm -hmm. But then when they told me this was going to yeah. radically change from beginning to end the Pokemon franchise and then it didn't, I was just like, eh. <laughs> yeah, like I, I agree with that when they were like, oh, well, there's no gyms. It was like, no, there was there was gyms. You just decided not to call them a yeah, gym this time exactly. around. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down, but you really didn't innovate here. Yep. Totally. I feel, too, like, for me, the biggest thing is that, like, um, for me in Pokemon, like, I'm going to play the the story and beat the Elite Four, but for me, what matters is what can I do after the story's over. And I think that's what really gets me interested in a Pokemon game. And, like, Pokemon Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby, when those came out, like, the end game for that was like super good like there was a whole like final act after you beat the elite four that was you going after rayquaza yeah. and that was really good or uh what was the other pokemon i forget it's like the one that's kind of looks like dna or whatever x and y no the oh oh, like oh, oh deoxys deoxys yeah. that's it so like it had a whole like story after you beat the elite four that was pretty good and then there was a whole thing with the um, legendary Pokemon in that game where, like, you could go and, like, you had to have, like, two of a certain... Two legendary Pokemon for the third to show up and all this other stuff. Like, it was a lot yeah. of stuff to do. And then I just heard that Sun and Moon just didn't have anything for its post-game content. And I'm like, well, I don't really care. And why is it so hard to find that Aaron? He's the best. Yeah. That's all you Aaron's care about in any Pokemon he's the best. game. It's yeah. true. It is. Best Pokemon ever, Skarmory. Disagree. Uh, yeah, also strongly disagree yeah. with your Pokemon choice. Yeah. Ugh. Oh? Now I'm curious. Why do you disagree? Sk I mean, Skarmory? Really? This top choice? Who's yeah. your top yeah. choice before you start throwing shade? Uh, so, are we talking top choice, like, best Pokemon or just favorite Pokemon? Favorite. Oh. Ooh. If you were a real <laughs> Pokemon master, your favorite would be the best. That's true. Well, that's per that's I'm, true too. I'm all about that Kecleon and the the trick room tactics. Oh, suck. You suck. Do you even know what trick room is? I know what everything is, but I know it doesn't work on a half steel, half rock type. What? That's what Aeron is. It's not what Kecleon. Is. <laughs> no, that's what Aeron is. Yeah. Yeah, but none of your strategies work on me. I mean, do you even know what Kecleon does? He's like he like has sex with men <laughs> <laughs> not correct that, that that's definitely it <laughs> that's up. can't be wrong yep. in the slightest <laughs> knew it no trick room's kind of funny because it's like 
people always like to play those really fast Pokemon with the high speed stats, and then you just play Trick Room, and all of a sudden it's like that's what nope. I'm about. Yeah, but Aaron has slow speed. Yeah, but so now I use your fast. typing against you with Kecleon. That's the whole thing. Yeah, but I've EV trained my special defense up so much it doesn't matter. Except, no, because Kecleon is strong with attack, not special attack. He's all just physical moves. Yeah, pretty much against a rock steel type. I mean, you don't even know how Kecleon works and the ability swap and that whole thing. I EV train with the best of them. You EV train, you just keep saying EV train like it's something real smart. It is smart. It, it is, is smart. It is really smart. <laughs> yeah, it's how you. Back in my day, by the way. Back in your day. This freaking punching bag minigame that has come out in Pokemon <laughs> games now is an infuriating. <laughs> oh, it is. Back it's in terrible. my day, you wanted to EV train your special defense up. You sought out tentacles. <laughs> yes, and you, you did. And you fought them and you killed them because tentacle would give you points towards your special defense. <laughs> And you had to know what every single Pokemon in the game would give you EV points towards. <laughs> and had to just grind it all out. And now you just tap on the test screen on the punching bag and get whatever you want. It's infuriating. I mean, you do have to tap for like two hours. That's easy. Come on. I tap for two hours every night, you know what I'm saying? Hey. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I do know you're, okay. what you're saying. You're usually here. Usually <laughs> here for that? Yep. You do that while I'm here? Sorry. Ew. What's the last game you were playing? Curd. The last game I've been playing? Well, anyways, I just want to say about Skarmory. Skarmory is amazing because you put down spikes, toxic spikes, and um, the rock move, and then you just use Whirlwind, and then anytime the Pokemon comes out, it just takes like quarter damage and then you just whirlwind again next pokemon does quarter damage you just keep doing that until you wipe out an that's entire so team. cheese bro <laughs> that's so <laughs> cheese it works every time cheese right there uh, friendship anyways the last game i've been playing funny off is skyrim i know we were joking last week about like oh skyrim everyone's played it so many times and i was thinking about it afterwards i'm like i haven't played skyrim in a while it was like 25 bucks on the PlayStation Store. So I was like, I'm going to get this. So I'm going to play Skyrim. What do you like? What? I, I hesitate to say class because I know there's no classes in Skyrim. But what are you playing as your play style? I'm doing like a necromancer with a bow and arrow. All right. Sweet. Yeah. 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 Because like, what I like to do is I like to raise uh you know someone to fight for me and then they'll go fight the people and then while they're just fighting i'll just pick them up from afar with my bow and arrow all right pretty smart yeah that's, yeah. that's my strategy are you just something oh that's kind of funny because like i feel like it doesn't really matter like the game's not even going to punish you if you choose like the wrong class it's just all for your own enjoyment yeah well no i mean i i feel like they punish you if you pick a class that's focused on magic because it's like well if you want the peak efficiency gear, you have one option, and that's sort of it. And yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I I, I liked. Uh, there's a lot that I like in that game, and I mean, I, I put like 200 plus hours in it. But I always feel like uh, they really fleshed out all of the other sort of like options. You know, like the stealth option, the like short or sword and board, or two-handed sword or two-handed axe, whatever you choose. And then with magic, they were like, yeah. here's all the abilities. They're pretty much the same, just different elements. And you don't really get a lot of choice in gear. You just pick sort of one thing. You get the best thing from one quest and you're done. 
Well, I feel like it's like if you're going destruction magic, definitely. But there's some other like magic spells that are like pretty interesting, like the paralyzing spells and stuff like that. But again, it's like that's not really going to yeah. do damage. I mean, illusion magic is my favorite in that game because when you get to the point where you're like you get the invisibility spell, and if you raise your pickpocketing all the way up to a hundred, you can pickpocket everything off a person. So you can just go through town and then eventually pickpocket the clothes off of literally every person. So it's just a town of naked people. Yeah. I've just been having fun where, like, I'll do a quest for someone and then they'll be kind of like a dick about it. Like, this guy asked that we I retrieve something for him, so I went and retrieved it and I brought it back to him. And he's like, oh, thanks. I guess I got to give you a reward or something. And then he gives me, like, five gold or something. So I just decided to kill know, him. Right? So I never played Skyrim, but I think I'm interested now. But I have one qualifying question here. Go for it. I can rip the clothes off of anybody I want. After you get your pickpocketing to 100, yeah, you can That's take literally everything off their body. Finally something to grind for. <laughs> finally. And then again, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, I'll pick up Skyrim. 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, well, at least it was. I don't know what it is now, but it was like, yeah, 20, 25 bucks. It was pretty cheap, so. Hmm. But yeah, I just love in that game how, like, you can just be doing things and then it's just like someone rips you off and you're like, well, I guess I'm going to just end this by yep. killing you. Except if it's a child. So, you can't kill children. Unless what? You no. Or someone in a main quest line. They'll just, like, kneel over for a bit, and then they'll just get back up, and they're like, hey, that yeah, wasn't very nice of you. Much it. They're just like, that wasn't very nice. You can rip off the clothes and make them kneel over? Yeah. Dude, game of the year. <laughs> game of the year 2010. Game of the year six years ago. <laughs> I'm behind all the times, man. God. It's okay, but, uh, don't worry. Yeah. They'll keep re-releasing it until you finally play it. <laughs> it's been seven years and yeah. they're still releasing it. Oh, just announced, guys. Skyrim's now coming to Android oh, phones. Oh, finally. Something for me to play. <laughs> play for five minutes yeah. before my battery dies. <laughs> That's honestly um, how it would go, too. Yep. You know that. All right, let's go on to emails. Got a few this week. Thanks for the emails, everybody. Yeah, yeah. First is from Yasim. We're like, yeah, man. <laughs> Nerds, my girlfriend is not much of a gamer. She's played a few Mario games, and that's it. She's expressed interest in playing games with me, but I'm worried that if I play something like Dark Souls or Resident Evil 7 with her, she may be turned off by the medium. Any tips for converting my girlfriend into a frag doll? Yes, First of all, stop using frag doll. Yeah, it sounds like something. <laughs> if you refer to your girlfriend to that as that, I think she's gonna just break up with yeah. you on the spot. Um, check out uh, Little Big Planet. Yeah, that didn't work for me at all. Yeah, but your lady's uh, really cool. She's so cool. <laughs> nice save. Yep. <laughs> so, like, I I can definitely empathize. I think for me, like, I tried to get my girlfriend into games in other ways. Like, I tried Little Big Planet, and it just like we played for a little bit, but it wasn't her thing. And it wasn't actually until Friday the Thirteenth, like, she was interested in that game and was watching YouTube videos of playing that game, and then she started playing mm -hmm. it, and now she is like a crack addict when it comes to that game she just wants to play it non-stop um and then from there i just like found games that i think that she would like like until dawn i'm super excited for because i'm just gonna have her play that because that's similar to what like friday the 13th is and i know she'll like that um 
but I also had her try like Diablo three and World of Warcraft, and uh, she ended up like there were certain things that she was looking for in the game. And after every time she played a game, I would ask her, I was like, well, what did you like and what did you hate about that game? And she would kind of tell me, and I could pick games based on that to find what she liked. So what advice for him? Yeah, pick what they like, not what you like. Find a happy medium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty good. Long. Also, I think like any game that's just like an overall fun experience. Like maybe it's not even a good game, but it's just like a fun experience. Yeah. It's probably a good place to start with. Like. You know, there's games out there like The Last of Us. Last of Us is a great game, but I think as an experience, it's not something I would just throw someone to and be like, here, let's play The Last of yeah, Us. it's an amazing game, but, like, if you're trying to get somebody interested in games, it's like, well, if they like story-driven games, they're going to love that game. <laughs> but... Yeah. But, like, uh, you know, maybe the new Crash Bandicoot remake. I don't know. Maybe your girlfriend's dumb. She <laughs> could play that <laughs> I feel like I can answer that question. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man. No, I, I I feel like it's just like finding what works best for them, like what they're interested in, and what kind of game they're looking to play, and it'll go naturally from there. Don't pick everything that you like because your significant other may not like everything you like, and usually won't. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Also, just generally speaking, co-op's going to be a lot more fun to play than, like, a competitive game. Yeah, when Aaron and I played Mario Kart together, it didn't go so well, because she didn't know I was competitive until we played Mario yeah. Kart. And I find the least amount of buttons necessary as possible is yeah. good. Yeah, Easier the oh, controls, yeah. the better. Yeah. If you can just pick it up and figure it out within a couple of seconds, you're starting in the right place. If you need to read a book to understand what you're doing, not the right game to yep. pick. That's why books don't come with games anymore. Yeah. Wait, that makes no sense. <gasps> now it should more also, than ever. Pretty much. Well, I why do we get a 45-page manual for the Atari when there's only one button and we get no manual for PlayStation? Well, I think it's because they do that as part of the gameplay now, like press X to pay your respects. Like, that's what it is. Do rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes back to that one sequence from yep. a Call of Duty game. Yep. Also... Here's something that you probably don't think of because as a seasoned gamer, you're so used to it. Probably pick a game that she doesn't have to control the camera because I find any time I've had a girl play a game, if there's a camera involved, they have. there's just the worst opponent yeah, for them. Yeah, because you're a smart man. That's definitely, <laughs> I think, the biggest challenge. I had Aaron play Rainbow Six Siege once and she couldn't stop looking at the ceiling mm -hmm. just through it's either the floor or yeah. the ceiling and that was the only two things that she could see the entire game and again as a gamer you know natural instinct that there's the two sticks so like even something like Marvel Heroes which you know we've played in the past Marvel Heroes is a game you don't have to control the camera it just self sustaining yeah. does its own thing so that might be a good place to start or like you mentioned uh, mm -hmm. Diablo Again, a game where you don't have to worry about the camera. You just have to worry about movement. It's one less thing for them to be intimidated by. Yeah, no, I think it, it has to be something that they can pick up and go with it and feel confident with relatively easily. Because I had Aaron play WoW, which, you know, you need the WASD controls, and she couldn't figure it out for the most part. Like, I mean, she was able to navigate, but it was a lot of thought going into every movement, whereas Diablo, she was just like, I get to kill stuff, and that's pretty cool. Yep. 
So make it simple, yeah. make it fun for them. Don't just force your games on her. Yeah, don't be a dick. Do something preferably you guys can cooperate on so that you can both have that sense of satisfaction before mm. you. Definitely not that cooking game that overcooks. Hey, we play that all the time and we have a good time and I only yeah. hit her every once in a while. <laughs> in the game. I feel like it's reasonable with that game. <laughs> Just the moment you turn that game and you're toast in zero G, just all of the frustration comes out like too. immediately. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Next email is from Jason. Nerds, my PS4 recently broke. I've never been a PC gamer, but I'm tempted to put down $800 to $1,000 on a gaming PC instead. Would you recommend a PS4 Pro or a gaming PC? I feel like we covered this in the PS5 part a well, lot. I, I feel like I'm going to have a different recommendation than what you and Curtis are going to recommend. Well, I don't mean necessarily the recommendations, but all of the pluses and minuses. True. Yeah. Say PS4 yeah. Pro. See, I would actually go with PC on this one. I Because I feel like, at the very least, if you go with the PC, you know, it's easy for you to swap out parts down the road. But it's also your comfort level, too, right? Like, if you're comfortable doing that stuff, then yeah. But if you're not, then... Maybe just sticking with a PS4 Pro might be. And as with you. anything, too, it comes down to what are your friends playing on. Yeah, that's probably more that's the true. bigger thing than anything because I'm a big PC gamer, but like PS4, I think the entire reason I have it is to play with people that I know that I work with. Mm -hmm. Like PC, I'll pick up games where I know I'm gonna end up playing it by myself. But PS4, if I, there's any any possibility that I'm gonna play it with someone, I'm gonna get it for that. Yep. So, so get the PS4, you're saying? Yeah, I, I, no, I would say get the PC if you have friends that play PC. If everybody you know plays on PS4, then get a PS4. But it, like $800 to $1,000, you're going to get an outstanding gaming PC. There's tons of super cheap games that you can get on Steam that you haven't seen yet. They're going to be excellent. But it all depends on what you're looking to get out of your gaming experience. Bada boom. Also, the other thing, too, with PC gaming is that they've recently sort of opened it up for, like, uh, set-top boxes that you can just put on your, you know, TV stand and plug in like a console, but it's obviously going to be more powerful and uses Steam. The uh, thing with that is that you got to be careful that it uses its own OS, so you're not going to have the full range of games that you would have on a regular gaming PC, but that's another yep. option as yeah, well. Yeah, that's a good point. And that you can just plug in controller for and play just like a console. And again, it's more powerful and uses Steam, so that's kind of cool. But again, I've had a lot of people who were really excited for that, and they were like, oh, man, I can't wait to play this. And then it ended up that they could only play like 60 games on it because it's technically a different OS that needs its own uh, yeah. support. We had one at work for a while, didn't we? Yeah. And it wasn't great. <laughs> it, was, it was super <laughs> awkward to yeah. play it. Controller's bizarre. <laughs> like, it, it took me a little while to figure out, but I eventually got it together, but like starting the game was the most challenging part of the process which i feel like it yeah. shouldn't yeah I, I never could for the longest time yeah i had to get someone else to help me i, I just eventually showed up and portal 2 was playing so yeah. i was like oh cool i can actually finally do something yay it's the same yeah yep pretty much i had a buddy that has it and i'm like hey let's play some games on it and i'm like let's play this and that and all these other cool pc games he's like oh yeah no they're not supported on this and i'm like what games are supported he shows me his games library and it's like 10 games and i'm like huh Ugh. yep <laughs> well awkward i should have just brought my ps4 Sounds like you invested your money in the right thing oh yeah 
but yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like uh, gaming PC is a good route to take, but again, it's all comfort level. And if you're, you know, fine with the idea that eventually you might have to swap out the, those parts down the road and update your drivers and all this other stuff. Yeah. I mean, again, Nick and I, we're PC gaming pros. We know how to do this stuff, but you might not. <laughs> I literally work in tech support. So I guess, Jason, do you want to play yeah. with Kurt and Nick, or do you want to play with me on the PlayStation? Make that, let your Don't put him in that predicament, because then <laughs> yeah. you're going to lose a friend there, Phil. <laughs> that's the decision to make here. Yep. You can also play with me on PS4, though, if you want. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yep. <laughs> so do whatever you want, I guess. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yep. Good luck out there. <laughs> Uh, next email is from Chase. Nerds, with Marvel Heroes, Spider-Man, PS4 dominating, what's a Marvel video game you'd love to see happen? I'll tell you right now. Yeah? If you... I would have had three things that I would have wanted to see. And I already got two of them. I got my Wolverine, the super violent game where you can just be a walking skeleton. Mm-hmm. And that game was great. The Deadpool game was just fine. Yep. Now it's time for you to give me a Ghost Rider game. That's not based on a really bad movie. <laughs> you can base it on the movie if you want. I don't care. I thought both the movies are great. I love Ghost Rider. <laughs> but just something where I can... The Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider. Listen, Nicolas Cage is dope. <laughs> uh, somewhere you can ride around on the motorcycle. You can whip your chain. You can shoot your hellfires. You can... Cool little cut scene. And you grab someone to look in their eyes and do the penance there. And it shows you all yeah. the horrible things they've ever done in their life. It would be different for every character that you pick up and grab and do that too. That would be cool. That would be a lot of fun. But a lot of, you know, as much effort into walking on your feet and doing the combat as there is in the motorcycle thing. Don't give me any stupid motorcycle racing mini games or anything like that. Yeah. Just use it as a mode for transportation. Or maybe grab, you know, jump into other things. You can jump into a car and it lights on fire. Do it like a driver or GTA type thing. Jump on the crane and it lights on fire. A hot air balloon that lights on fire. Whatever. I, the crane that lights on fire is probably my favorite pick so far. I want that right now. You can see it in Ghost Rider 2 Spirit of Vengeance. Best Marvel movie. The movie's ever. awesome. <laughs> the movie's by the same guy that did Crank. Same two guys that did Crank and Crank 2. Wow. I think I might actually yeah. watch that movie. It's awesome. <laughs> Super good. <laughs> no. Like, 99.99% of the population out there hates it. I'm the 1.001%. No, you and me both. I, I don't know. I really enjoyed that movie, even though I know it's a I would kiss Neville Dean and Taylor on the mouth if they let me. I think those guys make the best movies. And they're making a Twisted Metal movie, too. They're just taking forever doing it. Wow. I want to watch that so I bad. Yeah. I want to see that. I mean, yeah. Crank and Crank 2. Like, two of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> just, Hands down. Just, you can't, like... They deliver exactly what you're asking for. It's just like, you know how, like, story got in the way of all that action? And you were just <laughs> like, yeah. And they were just like, not a problem now. <laughs> and it's Pretty got much. Jason Statham in it. He's great. Mm -hmm. Nick? So oh, yeah, my great. answer is going to be Ant-Man. Well, that'd be fun. Yeah. You could, like, be normal size, do your regular thing, and then maybe you got to, like sneak in somewhere or maybe you just want to you know sneak up a girl's dress and just turn into a little tiny form mm, there you go are. hey oh is there a giant giant man too yeah that's like end of the game that's like one of your last yeah. abilities you uh, get. i play that makes sense yeah i'll probably end up playing it yeah yeah i just make it happen tyler nagata i would want something a little bit different than any marvel game that's been done before in that 
I would take it more of a, a Neil Gaiman route and do Marvel like 1602 as the game. So mm-hmm. it's like all the Marvel characters in the time 1602. Yeah, and it would be mad boring, right? It would, <laughs> you just have to do like all the regular <laughs> stuff that they do in 1602. So it's time just, for the apothecary <laughs> game. Like not die. Yeah. <laughs> Fixing potions and stuff that don't work, so you could just die the rickets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a hoot. <laughs> No, I, I think, like, I would want something that's just different than from what the standard Marvel games are, I yeah. guess. So, like, so 1602 would be good, just, like, in a different venue, or just something with all of the characters mixed into one good storyline with good gameplay. Yeah. That wasn't just a... We had a movie coming out at this time, so we decided to put all of these characters into a game. A Marvel RTS, I feel like, would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool, actually, yeah. period done yep yeah well I guess that answers that question Mm -hmm. Uh, next email is from Ryan any update on the three angry gamers video game will it still give me ransomware and flash my bios wait what yeah I can't remember if this is a joke that I made and forgot about or if this is something that was before us no we definitely made this joke yes (laughs) <laughs> it's on the way we just finished uh mo-capping it i'm playing nick nick's playing curtis and curtis is playing me mm-hmm. and uh mm-hmm. we're just working on the textures basically it's just that the w- here's the problem is that all three of us are so perfectly chiseled and manly mm-hmm. that our you know our jaw bones mm-hmm. are so sharp and so square that it makes us look like we're straight out of virtual fighter but that's how we look in real life. Yeah. So it's been a struggle getting the graphics to perfectly encapsulate us without looking like a video game. It's true. And we also made it in like a particularly long game. Yeah. Uh, it's just going to be roughly yeah. 400 hours for the first mission. Yep. And then the rest you can get through in about 20 minutes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. And we're making it episodic and we're going to charge like $500 per episode. That's going to be 900 yeah. episodes. So it'll be pretty good for all of us. Yeah. I mean, mostly yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> but 400 hours of gameplay, it's nothing too shabby. Yeah, you know, you're getting a lot out of it. Yeah, enjoy. Yeah, Halo doesn't have 400 hours of gameplay. And if you try to uninstall the game, it's going to just say, what are you trying to do here? And then when you're like, just, I want to uninstall the game, it's like, that's fine. And then it's just going to totally crash your computer or yep. PS4. And the only... It's not coming out on the Xbox one. Cause the only way to that. unlock a computer is to buy the game again. Pretty much. Yeah. But when you're cr- yeah. picking which of us you want to play with, you can dress us up in over 500 different outfits. Mm-hmm. If you pre-order, you can get 501 different outfits. This is true. And the last outfit is our birthday suits. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about sexy games. Yeah. We're staying on point. Don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> and you could like, swap out the styles with different uh, characters. Like, you can take uh, Phil's, like, pube beard and put it on me. Take my mustache, put it on Phil. Nick's dick, put it on Curtis's forehead. <laughs> do whatever you want it's gonna be really fun yeah i'll probably buy the next episode i would imagine yeah you can't remove my facial hair it's only my dick yeah (laughs) dick the only interchangeable (laughs) thing on it's a beard i was in his contract for some reason i don't know why Uh, well i was very specific about what i wanted (laughs) there are a few things people think about when they think about me and the driving controls in the game will be just terrible. It'll be even worse than Friday yep. the 13th. It'll be like, uh, not inverted, but we'll just shift them 90 degrees. <laughs> yeah. So right is up and down is left. <laughs> yeah. 
just randomly we're gonna jerk the wheel and like crash you into things and you're gonna have no way of understanding how it happened yep. or why <laughs> yeah it's gonna be really fun yeah. yeah game of the year it's gonna come out the same year as last of us 2 and it's gonna clean up at yeah, the worst last of us 2 just like stop making the game now you ain't gonna win hey, this one clearly the three angry gamers is gonna be the most story driven experience you've ever had yep and i totally remember talking about it yep <laughs> me too all right Horace wants to know, what's your favorite creative character story, most ridiculous character you've ever created? This is my jam. Horace knows me very well. <laughs> very, very well. Or it might be Horachi, we don't know. Um... I'm going to go with Horachi just because that sounds funny. <laughs> Phil, I feel like the answer to this is you in that UBC game, or UFC. Uh, bro, it looked exactly like me, first of all. Um, but I made some really scary <laughs> things in that UFC game. <laughs> And then uh, I, I buy every wrestling game that ever comes out, make 100 characters, and never actually fight a single match in the game. Just because hmm. I love making characters. Hmm. I would say probably trying to make Finn from Adventure Time in UFC WK16, or 2K16, WK16, uh, is probably one of the most horrifying things I've ever made. Yeah. <laughs> it's very hard to just get black dot eyes. So you have to, ooh, yeah, like either give them full eyes and then mash their face around so that it becomes dots. And then <laughs> how do you do that mouth? And then having no neck and long arms, ended up being really very scary. Uh, maybe second to either my Homer Simpson or my mm. Raphael in the UFC game. <laughs> Those are pretty scary too. Yeah. What about you, I, it sounds like you <laughs> your character creation experience is all around just making somebody like really ugly <laughs> how really dare you so i i would guess for me it would have to be soul caliber because a you can make gigantic boobies and yeah. that's just a foundation for me in a game if you can make a character with real big boobies i'm about that but but also just trying to make like cartoon characters as like a normal human beings so just making like characters from like spongebob like patrick star where it's just like a dude in flower like bathing suit but he's like all pink and just trying mm -hmm. to make his head like a triangular yep. shape i'm i'm about that uh, soul caliber is where i i find my character creation nonsense yeah curtis Eat yeah time. i think probably my favorite was Fat Naked Jack Nicholson from Saints Row 4. Ooh, good choice. Saints Row. Yeah. Saints Row 4 is just yeah. insane. <laughs> There's just so much absurd shit going on in that game. And you can make the character in that game fully naked. I mean, mind you, it, like, blurs out the bits, but you can nope. make someone naked. So I started trying to, like, recreate Jack Nicholson. And then I'm like, well, I just want to make this, like, as weird as possible. So I just made him super fat. So I went with Fat naked jack nicholson and i just ran around the game just imagining that that's like the person who's been chosen to save mankind from an alien invasion for me i i just love the saints row games we're just like all right we we know what our game's about and instead of being like subtle like soul caliber where it's like you know you slide your character's weight over to make their boobs bigger saints row was just like man nah, you can turn up their sex appeal and it'll either make if it's a guy character their crotch area very large Hello. or a female character it'll make either make their tits or ass just way bigger yeah yeah saints a good runner-up would be uh my favorite uh well i have this character from dark souls 3 that i made like a super old man 
and he wears no clothes except for like you know a little cloth covering his loin <laughs> cloth all right and what i do is i'm going to pvp and i'll just pretend like he's just standing there like afk and then when someone comes up like he has super high dexterity and poison uh, on his weapons so he'll just like fucking go to town on these people do ton of damage poison them and then they just run away yeah and then I just call him the old man with dementia. That's his name. <laughs> that PVP. The one. Yeah. The one. Stupid. <laughs> the one time I played WoW, I made Wilfred Brimley in. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that was my character. Wow. Yeah. And that was yeah. it. <laughs> the end. Next. Yeah, That's is it. that it? And then it's all your character Got one more creation email. experience. Uh, nerds, what is a video game you never finished but always wish you had? Trish. None. Because if I liked it, I finished it. And if I didn't, I didn't. Hmm. I, for me, a game that I've wanted to finish for a long time, but just, like, barriers keep getting in the way and I just keep quitting. Dragon Age, I think for me. Like, Dragon Age Origins was one of my favorite games when I first started playing because, uh... I don't know, like, the gameplay wasn't great, but much like Knights of the Old Republic, that didn't stop me from really enjoying the story. Dragon Age 2 was kind of disappointing, and I wanted to finish Inquisition, but I lost the files that I had for both Origin and Dragon Age 2, and I didn't really want to play the game unless I had uh, my save files. So one of these days, I'll eventually re-beat Dragon Age Origins and Dragon Age 2, and then beat Inquisition. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, for me, it would probably be Final Fantasy VII. Ooh, good pick. I haven't done that either. I haven't beaten it. The funny thing with that game, too, is, like, I I got the game as a gift when I was young, and I was playing through it, and I got to the part where um, the chick gets stabbed by Sephiroth, the one moment where it was like... <gasps> and uh, the game stopped working, and I check, and, like, the disc got all scratched up like it was just damaged beyond all repair and i'm just like oh well shit and i even took it to like a place that would you know back in the day when you know disc getting scratched was a big thing they would just repair it for you or try to clean it up and they tried and i kept trying to you know play it again nothing ever worked so i just never beat that game and uh, I don't know, like, everyone tells me, like, the final boss was so amazing and all this other stuff. And I'm like, yeah, well, I never got around to beating that. So. You know, it's the part where you get raped in the hot tub by a bunch of dudes. <laughs> what? That's a thing. Final Fantasy, Google Final Fantasy VII rape in hot tub by a bunch of dudes. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm pretty sure that's, that's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> your story is so much more dark than mine. <laughs> Did you enjoy your time playing the game? I was just going to say. My brother, I, I never knew that my brother was as smart as he is until Final Fantasy VII came out because I remember we were, uh, we got invited to somebody on our street's birthday party and my brother, we went shopping with my dad and my brother was like, oh, we should get Final Fantasy VII for him, knowing that our friend had a PlayStation 1. So my dad bought it, not realizing that really my brother just wanted to play Final Fantasy VII. So immediately we gave it to him, and then he was just like, hey, is it cool if I borrow that? Smart. And he didn't want to play Final Fantasy VII at all. So we just took it, and my brother played through it. Your brother's a jerk. He's also my brother. Fair enough. Yeah. 
that's pretty pretty nice of him though to get someone something and then take it away. That's I mean, he did sweet. eventually give it back. Mm. Just last week. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I remember the scene that you're talking about with uh, the Mookie, gang right? rape. Yeah. You remember the gang rape? He's having flashbacks. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they don't contextualize it as that, but sure. <laughs> it's him in a hot tub and like 30 shirtless dudes that just run train on him. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's the scene. <laughs> And the thing is, like, Cloud's supposed to be, like, this trained warrior. These, It's like these guys that are all, like, huge, you know, muscles and all this other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> so, Trish, I hope you got me needed from that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about it. So, any any other answers? Or is that it? Final Fantasy VII and the that's rape it. scene? I think that's all we need. And in Dragon Age, that was the In end. Dragon Age for now. Yeah. And no regrets for me. <laughs> nope. Well, hopefully after listening to this podcast, you have no regrets because it's an amazing podcast. Yeah. Yep. Rate review us on iTunes. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Um, if you like. Should we come up with something to like entice people to subscribe to the podcast? Subscribe to the podcast and send us a picture of you pressing the subscribe button and we'll send you a picture of Nick's detachable dick. I 100% guarantee <laughs> you will get a picture of my detachable dick if you send us a picture of you subscribing. No, no, I got a better one. If we get 100 subscribers by the next episode, we'll play Friday the 13th, and we'll all play as, like, a character. Like, you know, like, Phil will be, like, an African warlord. Whoa. Nick. Are you, talking about, like, are you talking about, like, an improv game here while we play Friday the 13th? Okay. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. Yeah, if we get 100 subscribers by the next episode... We'll, we'll just play one match of Friday the 13th, but we'll just pretend to be someone else entirely. There you go. And you can write in and tell us. Who you want us to be. Yeah. Yeah, we'll take suggestions. And if, if you prefer Nick's dick, just let us know that too. <laughs> <laughs> you can either request a picture of my dick or make a suggestion for who I'm going to be when I play Friday the 13th. It's a very tough choice. Whatever satisfies you the most. <laughs> I would like Phil to uh, be a woman. That's fine. I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Watch a bunch of guys just be like, hey, uh, where do you live? <laughs> Yo, bed. Are you single? And if you like uh, two-thirds of us, don't forget uh, my thing could be your thing also. Yeah. And if you like one-third of us, you can go check out Hey, don't step on my promo, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you check out my thing could be your thing on Google Play and iTunes. It's a lot of fun. The most fun. It is. <laughs> the most fun. The yeah, most. also check out Three Anger Nerds. Yeah, check Three Anger Nerds. It's good, too. And Nerds in Love and Music Tonk and First Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and definitely not back in time. Yeah, definitely not back in time. And then come back and see us in two weeks. Yeah. All right. Bye, Z. Peace. Yeah.